everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 204 for the week of December 17th, 2011. I'm your host, Chris Privet, here with a bunch of RP gamer favorites. First off, Michael Tidwell. Oh, and now we've been upgraded because you can't, you don't know what Rodeo it is. Yes, you have been. Uh, John Yearworth. <laughs> Unlike other RPG favorites, I can speak with an English accent. <laughs> yes, indeed, you can. I, I had and to reuse jo- the joke. That joke just <laughs> Yeah, you did, yes. <laughs> and Emmanuel Marino. Hi. Hi. Also joining us, potentially but not likely, is Anna Marie Neufeld, who's currently undergoing extraordinary Skype um, difficulties. Um, She's managed to do things that we don't understand. To the level of to try and troubleshoot them could potentially delay the show to another day. So we've decided to um, let her see what she can work on on her own, and uh, we'll get her in here if we can. Um, All right. Otherwise, we're going to be reformating Windows, it sounds like. (laughs) What's up? Why doesn't she just sit next to you? Um, I don't know. Okay. I just wondered. You guys are like, what, like 30 feet apart at most, and you have a microphone sitting in front of your face? I, yeah. I'm just wondering. Why? Because there's no, the the seating situation is not good here. Yeah, it could be like a real podcast, people huddle around the microphone. I know, they could actually, you know, they could see her, and then she could talk and, and stuff. Well. She's clothed, right? Yes. Jeez, of course she is. You're dirty. All right, so no, I know, I, I know, boss. I'm not going dirty. <laughs> she, uh, see, Master Chief says she doesn't even need clothes. We're good to go. Well, that's well, kind of creepy. No, that's kind of internet general view of females. Really, I don't think that's I'm creepy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to call that creepy. So at this point, I'm just going to start opening English mail accent. on my desk since I'll just wait for you guys to finish. Um, Who's finishing? You guys. What are AT&T we finishing? AT&T just sent me a bill for $0. Cool. That's because they don't have any money because they gave four, $3 billion to T-Mobile. $4 billion. Total amount due to by December 27, 2011 is $0.00. So um, that's nice. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, from canceling my iPhone. Wait, with... what, you canceled your iPhone? Yeah, I switched to Verizon. Wow. Yeah, unlike some people, I'm very happy with using my f- iPhone as a music player. Um, You're mostly just because not I have iCloud now, so all my songs are on it. And, uh, oh, no, iCloud. I forgot. I have to have awesomeness of another Mac in my house. Well, this Mac would not have broken hardware and an OS version that's too old to download or troubleshoot anymore. Well, that that that, that is personal issues, all right? I have that was machines the, that could easily handle anything. You ha- your Mac podcast. Mini was sick, sad, and disgusting, and needed oh, well, to that put out Mac, of its mi- yes. misery. And that Mac I, yes. was done. <laughs> I was happy when the hard drive died. Um, so what do we got going on, guys? It's like uh, end of December. I what think it's that time doing? where people are like, we should play games and write award shows because we don't have anything else to do in our lives. Hey, we should start working on RP Gamer Awards. We have. Did you not read oh, your email? Oh, no, no, the podcast awards. We have podcast awards? We did last year, and they were good. That's what happens when I don't show up on the show anymore. Yeah, this, um, yeah, that is what happens. We have we do things that people like. Uh, so we, oh, had a nice, we had a nice spirited discussion show. last year about Game of the Year. I had people who actually played games on the show. It was very novel, and it was a it was a good it was a good thing. So no no no, no. We, we play games. You just don't finish them. 
Well, yeah, but these people like were people like Adrian who play all the games, and it was scary because we played a lot of games, like uh-huh. a lot of games. Yeah, a lot of games. A yeah. lot of games. A lot of games. Hey, you guys been seeing this Atlas trolling crap? Um. Yes, where they have basically told us the first hint, and then we thought of two games, and then they said, you know what we should do? We should totally think of more hints that do absolutely nothing to separate those two. <laughs> I, so, Atlas, by the way, we have no feedback this week, um, but we could do a few random encounters when we get to it. But uh, first, uh, this, uh, so th- that's your shelf flow for the day. We'll do random encounters, we'll do some, uh, do some news, <laughs> we'll talk about our, uh, what is it that we talk about? No, no, no. There was lots of feedback about Call of Duty. Yeah, Master Chief, all there was was your feedback about Call of Duty expletive videos. So, yeah. That is I didn't even watch them because I know what... Oh, I Call watched of some of them for about a minute and a half. And then I said, I got to turn that off. So Stop Atlas, stabbing me, bro. Stop stabbing me. Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. That was, that was the clean version of what I could have said. <laughs> yeah. That was about as clean as it gets. <laughs> Nice. So we have, uh, yeah, Atlas is going crazy with this crap. So they posted something on their Twitter like, that our new game starts with, uh, it's this clue, and it's like a big G They actually put it in the Facebook like Twitter. But... Well, whatever. Uh, it, they put it in an email, and it's a big G. And they're like, well, that means it could be Gunnir. Gunnir. Sorry, I'm going to do it right. And uh, Growlancer, uh, which I don't have a silly voice for. And... Everyone's like, well, which could it be? Which could it be? So Atlas released another clue. It ends with R. R. Which Thanks, So guys. do both games. And then what was the third clue? It's an SRPG. Oh, good. Because <laughs> we were having trouble deciding which SRPG it could be. So, yeah. Thanks so far for pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is exactly the point. Because here it is, it's been a week, and we're still talking about it instead of going, eh, when are they just going to finish this already? Hmm. So, yep. yeah. So which one do you think it's going to be? Oh, I think it'll be both. And that's why they're no. trolling us. Like they this. said it'll be both game. Games. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say games. They're yeah. not the same series. They're they can't just go. They're lying on purpose, Michael. They're lying on purpose. Yes. You know what I think it is? It's called misdirection. I think that they're just seeing which one's more popular. <laughs> they haven't chosen yet. They're at the yeah. point where we can yeah. negotiate. Yeah, either. they're at the point where we could do either one. So, I, whoever you don't, thinks, Michael, negotiations take so long. They're not basing it off of response to an email. Well, here's what happens: they're actually doing them both, but they want to know which one to to green light first. <laughs> I, I'm pretty. Sure it, it has to be both. I, I I can't think of any other reason they do that in that particular fashion other than that. Besides, the ground lunch is boring. Ah, okay. Just in which it. case, why it, if Growlancer is actually a bad game, why use it to cause confusion at all? You wouldn't want your new game to be associated with the bad game in any way. Well, people who like it don't think it's a bad game. Oh, so it's not a bad game. Michael just doesn't like it. Yeah. Okay, got it. Just making sure. So do, I, would, would you, any of you guys care about these Atlas games? John, I, Manny, Ghost Anna? Ghost Anna. She can shout at you. Well, apparently not. No, no. no. Apparently, we've already. It's just put them me to and sleep. you. We've put John and Manny to sleep. Well, let's move on to random encounters. <laughs> All right. Pretty much. All right. Random encounters time. I've got three random encounter questions because you guys did not send me more. Wait, wait, wait. Th- We're not gonna. Okay, yes. What? What? Okay, now go right ahead. What I, I forgot how this works. I, um, what am I missing? 
We're not going to what? What do we do? Uh, I what? I don't know. Man, he panicked and then he forgot what he was He panicked. I don't know what he was going to do. The, ah! the thing is, when he does that, he usually thought of something good, but then he won't tell me till after the show. <laughs> hey, dude, you know that one point you should have totally done that. You're like, oh, I should have. Oh, All right, no. so that's going to drive me crazy. But, uh, yes, hopefully Anna will come on at some point during this. I, I keep expecting her to come downstairs, but she hasn't moved. Oh, that's what I was about to ask you. Are we going to do all of the news right now? No. Should no, we? we're doing no. random encounters. Do you want to? We do all the No, news. I guess not. It's random short. encounter, let's random encounter it. If we could just chase, change it up for the heck of it. No, no, wake, wake us up. Come right, on, you got to get us excited that's to go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what we got to okay, do. The two of us are already awake. I don't know what you two are doing. Right. I woke up like five minutes before this started, and then we sat I, here I woke for 40 up for the minutes. Second time five minutes before it started. Hey, I was ready to get started early, and then Anna's computer went poo. And... Damn you, Anna. <laughs> Damn fault. Anna's computer. Damn you. For not even I'm here. Surprised you let an old machine into your house. I thought that was like against your rules. Oh, my gosh. I spent so long cleaning that machine. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> He's like, I should just buy you a new one at it this point. It took a day. <laughs> wow. And then it's broken off over multiple days. Come downstairs. Do you have an intercom system? <laughs> I, I I could text her, but her phone's on the table down here. Will Anna please report to the white courtesy <laughs> phone downstairs? Will Anna please See, report to the white courtesy that, phone downstairs? That's actually that drives me crazy is Aaron will go upstairs and then go into the nursery just to talk through the inter- the baby intercom to tell me something. I'm like, you could have just come downstairs. Oh Isn't that important? Be on the record. She doesn't. She doesn't I, know what we talked about. Also, can't. She has no, no. idea. <laughs> I can hear the messages already. This episode of the RPG Cast was unbearable. Oh my gosh! When the host stopped and started messaging <laughs> his girlfriend, how? Oh, it was just awful. Oh, yeah, what's the bit at the, the end? Kind of saved it though. What's going on? Yeah. Message sent. Except you probably didn't record any funny stuff this morning. No, I didn't. I have yeah. um, I have a defense of Star Ocean Four that I could put in there though. Yeah. By uh, Zoltan. I'm still here. What All is right, this so crap? The... Are we actually going to do anything? Or are we going to discuss doing about squats what and holding up other figures? I don't. This makes know. no sense. Well, what's the first? Me... Come on, random encounter. Hit me with it. All right. Uh, these came in around Thanksgiving. So, first random encounter is: What have you been thankful for in 2011? Hey, it's always relevant to ask. In games, it just says, "What have you been thankful for?" Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> well, I Thanksgiving was a while ago, so um. I met my partner this year. Okay, and that, that's pretty much me done. I'm thankful that Anne and I started dating this year. Oh, yeah. see, I like I, mine gets an awe, but John's doesn't. <laughs> How does that no, work? I was dying both of you. Oh, to get okay, their... okay. Is that what it is? Right. It's all what love next? on the podcast. It's I don't know what to say anymore. I know ours are born because <laughs> Michael <laughs> lives such a bitter, angst-filled life. I hate my life. <laughs> I almost have to work sometimes. It's horrible. Okay, so we got so Chris. And Quinn actually have something nice to be thankful for. What about us? Wait, don't you have a kid? 
You should have two of them. Be thankful well, for that. Uh, yeah, have, he didn't yeah, get any the, of them this year, though. They, think, they didn't get new. They just got older. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. You're very grateful for that he survived. Two, the Manny, year. haven't you ever had a new car and you like at first you really love it and every day you like, oh, this car is so awesome and I want to keep it shiny and stuff. In a year or two, you kind of don't mat care so much if you get a scratch on it or what. It's it's the same thing with a kid. You just you just oh, stop no, no, caring. No, no, no. See, no, no. It's actually the opposite because when they're when they're cute and they're new, everybody's like, "Oh, it's so cute! It's so new!" I says, "Yeah, you've seen it for fifteen minutes, and thirty minutes will be crying, and then you'll be gone. That's okay, but it's still cute and new." Now, so you have a loud thing that annoys you that you still have to take care of. So when they get to be two, you have a loud thing that annoys you that you still take care of, but can now run around and destroy stuff. This is not an improvement. <laughs> so really, you, you need a lease program where you just get a new one every year. Oh God, no! I only sleep like three hours a well, day. Well, no, but you they're... get rid of the old one and you trade it back. Well, still, you That's have a new lease in the house. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 Even no, no. Anna's no. phone is trying to get her to come downstairs now. This maybe, is great. Maybe if you got like a like a, a six to eight year old rental program, that might work. Six to eight year old rental program. Okay. Yeah, because they don't. You don't want them too old that they get all sassy, but you don't want them too young that they can't feed themselves. So you know, you kind of got to work in the balance here. But no, I mean, of course, I'm thankful that it's still another year and everything. It just doesn't sound great compared to I met someone new or I had a baby or something like that. You know, it's just your like baby yeah, didn't die. You I survived happy. another your, year. Your kids lived. Thinking. You didn't. Yeah. You as a parent didn't fail so much that it caused your kids to cease existing. Exactly. And you're thankful that you didn't screw them up psychologically for the rest of their lives this year. Uh, or did you? Let's wait and see until she's... See, that, that, <laughs> we're, we're, we're out on... The jury's still out on that one, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, see, how do you know? How do you know? I mean, you could have been well, like... with your you know, kid, I don't know, to be quite honest with you. Exactly. I, I really I mean, don't know with your kid. <laughs> she could be completely... She's probably kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's part of being born, not really part of her growing up. Oh, that kid... Yeah. Oh man, she's different. She is very different. <laughs> she's very different. <laughs> the only problem is that she's very different in the same way that I was very different, and I had issues. Oh, you turned up, out so. just fine. Oh yeah, I'm perfectly normal. <laughs> no, you're I'm not. Good. You work for RP Gamer. There's <laughs> a lot more problems than that, dude. Yeah, I we're a hive of scum and villainy. Don't you know that? Oh, what? It's a Star Wars quote. Never mind. Yeah, but we're not. Well, Star guess, Wars. Yeah. Damn, if we were Star I've been Wars, I would have Star Wars lately. House. Bring the ball. But okay. I wouldn't have a mansion in the middle of nowhere because that's just weird. Actually, would I? That's a good question. Hey, it's time for us to move on to the next question. Sorry, Anna has come downstairs. I'm trying to get her situated in front of the mic here. We're sharing the smug leaf, Mike. Here you go. Hooray. All right. So Anna's here with us now. Um, this will make the go- show go faster because this is very uncomfortable. All right. Our f- <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Are full-fledged expansions a complete thing of the past? I'd love to see something along the lines of the Shivering Isles as an expansion to Skyrim. But with the way DLC has developed since Oblivion's time, is there any chance we'll see one? Or are we stuck with smaller bite-sized DLC adventures that are completely independent from each other? I forget. I has, heard... has Skyrim done horse armor yet? No. No. But I can tell you, they actually addressed this recently. Uh, Todd Hadworth was talking about how he wanted to do more substantial 
things within the world, not just what they've been doing with uh, Fallout and New Vegas. And they also said they wanted to take their time with it and react to what people have been experiencing. I mean, people have been doing in the game. And they just don't want to add, like, an entire new section of the world to go, like, run off to. Maybe something that really changes things up within Skyrim. So they're thinking about it. And there's a good chance you might get not so much a gigantic expansion like the Shivering Isles where you go to a brand new place, but something substantial and more than just, uh, you know, an alien spaceship really quickly. Right. I just realized Anna can't hear any word you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it might be a relevant point that expansions like that are really sort of a Western RPG idea. Like, are there... Actually, that's a question in in itself. Is there such a thing as, like, a JRPG that has an expansion? Yeah, I can think of one. Like, 10-2 and stuff like that. Exactly. Anybody (laughs) think of one? Well, JRPG no. with expansions. Yeah, she and is right. It's like Final Fantasy X two and Final Fantasy thirteen two, except you have to buy an entire new game to get it. That cost well, the exact same price as the last one. Uh, well, most of the expansions by the time they come out are expensive as the actual game. Hmm. Okay. I suppose so. But I, I, I think it still fits in the expansion mold because they're using the same, like m- many of the same assets, well, I, the same engine. Here's here's the thing though, but with expansions. I mean, it's been PC and MMOs for the most part. So mm-hmm. you're not going to see those from Japan. I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah, um, they don't have the foundation of like, well, I'm just going to tack this on. The only way they really can tack it on is DLC. I mean, now the question is, can they release a DLC that's, say, 30 bucks, And um, that can be called an expansion. We'll have enough content. But the biggest problem there is you're hitting rules against that from the downloading services that won't allow you to download that much data. So all you get are these little chunks of, yeah, you can have 20 megs. You can have this much. This is, you know, this is what we're locking you down to. And so, like, well, how does that let us release an expansion? All right. Um, well, okay. But there are console games that did expansions. Like? Um, Fallout. A PC game. No, it was a console game, too. And they did expansions yeah, but, on the consoles. But you, had to buy Stop it. you couldn't download it. What? It's also a Western RPG. Yeah, but still. That, that, I'm just saying right, that's but not I'm an saying, excuse uh, yeah. for them. Well, no, no, but that one you had to buy it. You couldn't just download it. I'm saying, will they change the rules so you can download expansions? Because until then, they no, won't no, expand. No, no, no. The Fallout expansion, you download. Oh, great. There Master three... Chief has a good one. Fess? Fez? So yeah, uh, that's an expansion. Um, the yeah, they have the whole uh, second thing no, disc. No. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. That is a remake. No, you're forgetting the answer. Yeah, the entire. No, no, no. no. Uh, they changed the Persona Three as well, and then they added the answer. Yeah, but the answer is your expansion. But you can't because... download just the answer. No, you, you can't, can't download add on just the answer. answer to the original. But it's PC. still an expansion that to does... a JRPG. It doesn't need to be downloadable. That's not part of the question. Is I it? think it has to define what an expansion is then, because I think that does define it. Mm. Well, they're saying because of DLC, we're not going to have big expansions, and I think that's wrong. But we do I think it largely seem... depends on what the, what people want to make. Like Bethesda has the time to to take their time. They don't want to do like five little small DLC packs. Oh, okay. we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was it finished thought, Manny? 
I was going to say, Bethesda doesn't want to do like five little small DLC packs. They they It seems like they really do want to take their time and react to what people are really enjoying in the world and create something unique and special out of that. So I, I think do five he, really he might get DLC packs. He might get what he wants out of this out of what Bethesda's planning on doing. At least what the, from the lip service Tyrod Howard is paying. To, well, to that, that wasn't really a question though, because it's not like Oblivion didn't have expansions. No, but yeah. he said he, he doesn't think it was going to happen again though. I yeah, don't it's going to happen. I don't think I necessarily agree with this point that all of the DLC adventures you get for games are completely independent of each other. I mean, there are. Um, just think of like the first puzzle quest and how that. Um, how that DLC worked, where it slotted directly into the story. You could start it from chapter two. Ouch! 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 She needs her nails cut. You could you could start it directly from chapter two, or you could do it at the end if you'd already beaten the game. And you know, I think that's a way that more DLC needs to happen. I think we need to move on. I think comparing Puzzle Quest to Fallout is going to hurt my brain. Yes, I think so too. (laughs) All right, so next question. With mechanics like Japanese storytelling or Western storytelling with Japanese... What? Western (laughs) mechanics... This is great. This is an either-or. Western mechanics with Japanese storytelling or Western storytelling with Japanese mechanics. Lately, it seems that critique of JRPGs is more about storytelling and characters rather than the mechanics. I guess enough time has passed without a significant JRPG with turn-based combat that people are now focusing on the storytelling instead to explain the decline of the genre in the West. Also, I'm just going to throw out the name Anachronox into this discussion just to see what happens. Oh, God, don't. Um, Anachronox Anachronox (laughs) is made of awesome, but other than that, yeah. As someone yeah, who I mean, works could... with a company that makes niche JRPGs, I'm going to say that the sales are definitely not dead. I'm sorry, this is like... No, she said down, or whoever said down, not dead. Um, I don't know. There's always this whine, like, oh, JRPGs, the genre is dying. No, it's not. People are still buying a crap ton of them. Well, I think that what there's a problem, the thing I feel is dying is there's a lot less of them. I don't think so. I think that... There's just um, more Western RPGs in comparison. Our numbers show they're significantly down. In two years, the RPG genre has cut in half. Yeah, but again, I think that's more an issue of we have so many more Western RPGs coming out. You, like, you know, it's that we cover half as many games. Western, Eastern, doesn't matter. The genre is shrunk. In from 2008, bloated there was proportions. Like, well, granted, there was a bubble, and you know it was kind of like real estate. It's like, oh, in 2008, everything was awesome, and now we're realizing that you know a lot of those games didn't need to come out in the first place. Or we're not adapting and covering the new RPGs that we should be concluding as RPGs, but we're not because, you know... You mean the- we have to cover every free-to-play now? No, well, yeah, we should be, but besides that, That's I mean, if you want to be a true archive site <laughs> for every RPG, you should be covering all those. I, I know you don't want to. Um, Cover and what? I'm sorry? If if you want to be a true archive site for all RPGs, you should be covering all the free-to-plays. There are a lot of them, and they don't live oh, very no. long. Oh, there's a lot of them. That's weird. They don't live very long. That's the thing. <laughs> are we getting Chris, a lot of sold in our A own? lot of free-to-plays last like 6 to 12 months, and they're gone. You know, it's like, well, that was worthwhile. People can't even go back and play it a year from now. What's the point well, of having an archive? So his question is Western mechanics with Japanese storytelling or Western storytelling with Japanese mechanics. What do the we prefer? The only thing I can think of is Western, mecha- um, or Western mechanics with Japanese either? storytelling is more in the North. Yeah. 
But I don't know for me, I'm just, I'm not a fan of Western RPGs. I grew up on JRPGs. That's always going to be what I prefer. And I am starting to be in the minority on the site, so I understand that. I'm with Anna personally. I don't understand the difference between Western and Japanese storytelling. Yes, you do. Okay, what is it? One and four. It's an open Choices. Yeah. A JRPG is typically you are following the story like you're reading a book. And a Western RPG is you're following a story like you're choosing your own adventure. Okay, but you actually don't choose your own adventure in games like Mass Effect. Yeah, you do. Yes, mm. you, you, you try. No, you choose All your right. characters and who's going to live to the end of the thing, but the story is actually the same. Yes, that, Mass Effect is kind of a strange... Um, do we need to define it as the appearance of choice versus the appearance of no choice? Well, having a story told of. to you and having a, a story you have influence over. When, when Bioware okay. made Mass Effect, they completely admitted that they couldn't branch the story in any way because of the fact it was a trilogy. So they created basically what they called a uh, – uh, it's like it starts at one point and it ends at one point, but there's you know 30,000 paths to get there. So it was like this giant oval when they drew it on the board, you know. There, you can start here, you can end here, but you can find all these different points to get there. And when you get there, there's still your character is different and the story might change down the road. I mean, they're still saying Mass Effect 3 is going to be massively different depending on whatever you did. Am I the only one who wants Japanese storytelling with Japanese mechanics then? No, well, what I, are, I probably what wouldn't is the mind that. Um, Turn-based turn role-playing games? Yeah. So you want, you want Final Fantasy X? Or Tactics. Either or. You know what's interesting? I mean, I... I can think of a few games that do that too. Like uh, the new, uh, what's it called? The new South Park game is going to be Western, very Western storytelling with Japanese mechanics. Oh, hmm. It's going to hmm. be like a this sort of turn. It's going to be like Penny Creed Adventures, you know, turn-based battles, maybe some active time, like uh, running around in two D. It's very much going to be like a sixteen-bit RPG, but with <laughs> it's as Western a storytelling as you can get from Trey Parker, Matt Stone. I have to wonder if. Um... Uh, Penny Arcade Episode 3 and Game of Thrones are going to be like that, where Penny Arcade is going to have Japanese storytelling, Western mechanics, and Game of Thrones would be the same. Or maybe the opposite, Western storytelling, Japanese mechanics. We don't know a lot about that game yet. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I think you, I think that's kind of the point, right? It's like, when it, I think maybe the only reason why we're even bringing up this conversation up is because it's not in, like, in the big mainstream. When I, we, we think about Fallouts and Skyrims. And Final Fantasy 13s, but it seems like on the on the periphery, on like the, these smaller titles are doing just that. They're mixing and matching the best parts of everything. Right, and I mean, I think we've seen via indie this year that you can have a Western developed game that really has a good JRPG feeling. Like, I, I don't think that's new. <clears throat> no, they I, had, I, I, I mean, Subterra so Core is another good example of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's <clears throat> the only example, but. You know, you have these. You have detractors and naysayers, and say, "Well, that can't happen because it, it it's just stopped happening." And it's like, no, it's just moved to a different arena. Well, that's another thing. If, if it was popular enough, why are they still indie? I don't know. All right. Well, that's all our time for that. I like the Is bite size because we can't come to a resolution, and we stop trying to because sometimes that's a problem. <laughs> No, there's the resolution. We well, we except say. we all seem to want more Japanese games with Japanese mechanics, other than Manny. Yep. 
Yes. <laughs> you know, it's because I remember when Anna said I grew up on Japanese RPGs and that's what I'm going to like. I felt like that's interesting because I grew up with Jap- my first games. All the first RPGs I ever played were all Japanese. And I, mo- I mainly played only Japanese RPGs until maybe five years ago or less. And now I, I've never been happier with the Switch over. See, but I kind of feel slightly different about that because I liked ATB, right? That was cool. That was fun. But it can drag. And the way that 12 did it, I thought was really, really cool. And it wasn't totally Western. It wasn't old-style, turn-based. You know, you kind of felt uh, the right dynamic. And I wish they would do more with that instead of gone to 13, where everything's, you know, 30 seconds or less. Yeah, but that that is what you want, though. You want them to experiment with things like 13, because that's how you take ATB and turn it into something new. I, I want them to experiment, but I liked 12. They should do more with 12. Well, apparently not that enough battle. other people did. I don't know. I don't know. See, they that, haven't that done was... another Chrono Trigger either, so, I mean, they don't repeat well, they, a lot of this. They can't get that team back together. No, that is what makes me sad about Japanese. They could still steal the battle system. I was saying, that's what makes me sad about Japanese. And then they put it in the crap, crap, crap game, Legend of Dragoon. Well, that was Sony, not Square. I would just say really quickly is uh, that's what makes me kind of sad about the Japanese gaming industry as a whole. Is like they reinvent the wheel every single time, and it's like there's some great battles, like you said, like Final Fantasy XII had a really cool battle system, and you're probably not going to see another game system. with that for yeah. a very long time. Unless someone specifically what did you hate about it? Steel XII. I just didn't like it. It was crap. You could do oh. it either way. You could do it with the gambits or not. I felt if you did it wrong in twelve, you got punished very no, severely. But even if you didn't you like it, though, experiment I mean, much. It's interesting that it's like going to be like one of the few games that were like that that's, that's going to come out for a very long time, and that's it. So like people like Michael who want that, where are they going to find it? I guess they have to play 12 again for another 105 hours. Oh, that's okay. They made a GBA follow-up game you could try playing, too. That was DS, and it was not the same. <laughs> that was an, they, they turned it into a freaking RTS. <laughs> that was, I, I haven't played 12, but I've finished Revenant Wings. Which is Just so sad. Yourself. That is so sad. You you must hate yourself because first of all the difficulty range on that thing was insane and second of all it's all about Vaughn and Pinello and how much you want to punch him in the face. By the way, Mike, if you think you can actually play twelve without the gambits, you're kidding yourself. No, I think you can. Yeah, try it. It you can't. You you, you seriously you, can't. You do interrupts anyway. You have auto attack. Ninety percent of what you're doing is auto attacking and casting spells. All you have to worry about is curing and doing magic attacks. You're just un, un, unnecessarily burdening yourself. Well, that's why it's there. <laughs> but, the, but, you know, but the, the, it, it kind of indicative of a flaw in, in a battle system that is not inherently fun on its own until they give you macros. Well, so a little no. bit of something no, no, like... No, no, no. What, I mean, what, what else is the problem? If something goes wrong, you pause the game by opening the menu. Okay. You choose the cure spell. Bam. You're good to go. You know, I just don't want to do that. I just want it to cure automatically. You know, I want it to cast the weakness spells. I want it to do the debuffs. I mean, you but can. But when the enemies you... take off 90% of your HP every turn, it's it's kind of no longer reacting to something. I'm sorry. Wrong. That's what happened to Final Fantasy IV in the final battle every single In the final battle, minutes. but this happens like... in normal battles. No. No, yeah. no, no. You walk, walk you around that forest with the, with the bunny ear no ladies. Yeah. No way. That was easy. No. Vera? Whatever the Viera, the Viera just, just, was hard. Just going back to what, just going back to what Manny said earlier. Um, not everyone reinvents the wheel. I mean, the Tales series hasn't changed that much, aside from switching from two D to three D. Dragon Quest, anybody? 
Dragon Quest. I mean, uh, to yeah, oh God, it's they super tried to change the Final Dragon Fantasy Quest. series that they try something different every time. Yeah, but... and um, Super Robot Wars hasn't changed in <laughs> over, like decades. Oh yeah, <laughs> fifty games, two decades, barely think, changed at all. I think Chris. Is I guess that goes to show what my perspective of the Japanese topic, role-playing though. game industry is. Final Fantasy. Pretty much. That's how he much I'm like out of it. He's about to beat his head against the desk. I mean, yeah. If if what about you know? I mean, Disgaea hasn't changed yet. Well, no, they've tweaked. <laughs> and apparently, that's no. I just I just sort of brought it to my attention. Dragon Quest like, also tweaked though, so I don't I don't buy that. No, 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 a, no, 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 no. Yes, no. they did. Eight feels a lot different than one. Eight only feels different because of the North American redesign. It's not that different from the Japanese version. Right? The entire UI is different. Oh, who cares about the UI being different? The UI is your feel. The way the feel, the, it's not just the UI that's the feel. How you deal with the battle systems, the fact that you actually have characters that you give a crap about, that's not just the UI redesign. No, that's an actual story element which came way before 8. I mean, we're talking 4, we're talking 5, you know, that kind of stuff. By the time you get to 8, that's old hat. And the battle system, and the only thing we're talking about is the battle system... That hasn't changed. Well, they did try to change it, and there was such an outcry that they were like, kidding, kidding, That was for nine. But for eight, it was like, you know, if you go to the core of the battle system, the only thing they added was tension. (laughs) That's it. You know? So... And the ability to craft your own items and break the systems and have really powerful things. Not a battle system. You yes, said the battle system. That impacts the battle system. Giving you crafting impacts the battle systems. All elements in a game design affect they the other elements in the game you design. You know one that. breaking game element, <laughs> and you need it once you beat the game anyway. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and you're supposed to figure it out on your own. I still don't understand it. We should move on. Um, there releases. is the recipe if you can find Michael. it. Michael. Michael. What? No ah. more Dragon Quest. <laughs> Dragon Quest is all I care about. Ah. <laughs> We're going to move on. Uh, new releases for this week um, is Star Wars. And I think that's it. <laughs> so if you are looking forward to the Old Republic, this is your week. And hopefully if you've already not, pre-ordered it and you're already getting into your servers. Yeah, you should already be playing if you actually care about this game. So go play it. Um, go well, you know, against my better judgment, um, I am actually playing it right now. On the podcast? Hey. Not that boring yet. <laughs> Chris fell asleep. This is why he goes quiet all the time. Like, oh, crap. I must save myself. Night. Oh, I'll tell you stories about that later. Yeah, the server queues are a bit of a bear. Uh, but first, it's time for news, people. Do 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 do. News. News. You don't have a sound bit for that. You I still don't have a sound bit for that. First off, NPDs. Yes, it is a slow news week. All right, NPD roundup. I'm gonna go from ten to one. You guys can guess who's number ten. Do I get to guess? Yeah, you can guess. Can you read it uh, on your screen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Arkham City for all platforms. Is this this year, this month, this This week? is November. Oh, yeah, Batman Arkham City. Wait, 10? Really? Yeah, number 10. Ah. Number 9, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. <laughs> okay. Somehow Zelda beat all of Batman in, in November. That's kind of weird. Well, that's because it is um, the only week game well, we've Batman seen in six was months. Batman with the hardware, and apparently that's not counted in these numbers. So that might be the difference. Batman may have yeah, come out he... in October, too, right? I don't know. Yeah, that would also help. Uh, let's see what else we got. Saints Row the Third coming in number eight. I really want to play this. <laughs> I don't Dude, you should be playing Saints Row. Dude, it's in Right Saint now. You should, you, should, you should play Saints Row 3. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception comes in number seven. 
followed by Madden NFL 12, number six, and Just Dance 3 at number five. Woohoo. Wow. Okay. That is actually scary. The Just Dance Madden, 3, out, outselling Madden. Three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> very is very happy. Uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations in at number four. Battlefield what 3. Do stars hit, mean? Battlefield 3 somehow hits number three. Followed by what? Elder Scrolls V Skyrim coming in at number two. That's right. It's an RPG, and the only game that could outsell Skyrim this year is, of course, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Okay. Yeah. Yay! And it, that's uh, the reason that's uh, even be covered by us at all, is that Skyrim uh, really rocked it. Hey, RPGs. That's Skyward Sword, apparently. If only we could get a Japanese RPG up here. Oh, I guess Zelda. No, no wait, you and your nationalism. Yep, You're I am nationalistic. Nationalist. I'll take a Korean RPG. We don't get a okay. lot of those. There you go. See. Well, you you liked one last year, right, Mike? What was it called? Oh yeah, two years Magna ago. What was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that game called? I know which one you're talking about. Magna, um, Carta, Magna two. Carta two. Mm-hmm. Not Magna Carta one. No, don't don't <laughs> don't play Magna Carta one. <laughs> Magna Carta two. Very yeah. important. Very important. Don't confuse those. Uh, let's see. Oh, That's boy. one of those games I kind of want to just check in the but... chat room and they. Uh... Ooh. Yeah, we'll go back from there. Yeah, well, let's leave. And leaving the chat room, back to our story. <laughs> back to the next story. <laughs> Speaking of Skyrim hitting number two, Bethesda released some sales numbers and says they've shipped 10 million units. Now, that's well, not sold, shipping, that's shipped, but that's mean... still a ton of units shipped to retail. See, I'm confused. Because it's the fastest game in Steam history. It's sold 10 million units, and yet it's number two. Well, they don't include digital sales in MPD. Uh, but so what, what, MW3 okay, so is MPD also, now MW3 no is also on MPD. online sales. It doesn't include when you get the game, you know, in a bundle. It doesn't include Walmart. Right. And Why does it, anybody care about MPD anymore? <laughs> it's an antiquated thing. It's still a large survey of a huge number of retailers in the U.S. and it Which does is now give apparently you, less. It gives you an indication of, of what's selling and what proportion across retail. The other right, thing to but they don't even count Steam. I am absolutely positive that it was the number one seller through November because um, the PC version of Skyrim outsold all the other consoles combined three to one. So that's a lot of digital copies that aren't being included in NPD. And uh, so Valve owner, no wait. Valve Business Development Director Jason Holtman says Skyrim is the fastest selling title in Steam's history. So that's yeah, that's pretty good. impressive. Very so impressive. That's Ten million, not just on Steam, just total. Ten million physical no, it's, it's, you say shipped ten million. That's not sold. Shipped. Yeah, see, that's what I'm confused. Is you don't ship a Steam title? Yeah, is it, is that, that might not even be including the Steam. I am so confused. <laughs> this story's good. I'm glad we didn't write it. Does NPD include Amazon? No. no. Online sales do not count in NPD. NPD is nothing more now than GameStop. And a couple, re- I think Target might be involved. And so. um, like a couple places like that. Hey, having GameStop numbers is, uh, is a good thing to have, Mike. Well, yeah, but it, they don't even sell. I mean, Walmart is the biggest one now. Huh. Are you sure? Did you hear the other news? Nintendo's going to make the Circle Pad a GameStop exclusive. The who? It? Yeah, the Circle Pad for the 3DS. You know, the, the ashtray, the Frankenstick, whatever you want to call it. Um, the thing that snaps onto your 3DS and gives you a, a second analog stick on the right side. It's going to be a GameStop exclusive, and it'll be bundled with the new Resident Evil game. 
so they can sell the Xenoblade. So they can sell Xenoblade. What? Oh yeah, I mean, just like Xenoblade, we're going to make it a GameStop exclusive. Yeah, I, I don't understand that at all. Okay. If, if so, when you don't like that... things to work, you give it to GameStop. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to try and get an accessory out there, why would you only put it in one store? And especially if you need it for Resident Evil. Well, it'll be bundled with Resident Evil. I guess. So they sell it and they bundle it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't mm. think you need it for Resident Evil. It's just nice to have. Does okay. That makes sense. No. It just makes a game playable sort of thing. Nothing for Nintendo's done in the last six months yeah, makes any that's sense. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> when do you get your Nintendo Club thing? Have they done the award for this year? Uh, no, that comes later. Um, but they did announce that they're doing something new for Club Nintendo. They've got uh, <laughs> games you can download. So like oh. So if they don't have to on, send you something now. They can just let you download it and save themselves some if postage. If I read it right, like you could go, if you're not an ambassador, you could like go and do, because the ambassadors get it free. But I think if you spend 100 Club Nintendo coins, you'd get Super Mario Kart uh, Super Circuit on your, D, on your 3DS. Ah, okay. Anyway, ow. Hi, cat. Well, that's neat, though. <clears throat> it is, but it's not about Skyrim. It's like no RPGs, and it's not about Skyrim. So, play Nintendo games, get special rewards, register a qualifying game or system. Yeah, they've got Super Mario Kart for the for the Wii. Excuse me. Sorry, I see I had it wrong. Super Mario Kart for the Wii. So, this is the original Super Mario Kart. Play it on your Wii's virtual console for 100 coins. 3D Classic Xevious on your 3DS for 100 coins. And a Legend of Zelda poster. Okay, that's not a game. What else they got? Fluidity on the Wii for 150 coins. And Mario vs. Donkey Kong Minis March Again. On the 3DS. You already get that as part of the Ambassador. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I want to yeah. play that. I haven't yet. Right. And yeah, that, that's what they're doing. So they've thrown games in there. But you don't care about that. What you care about is the next story, which we're skipping. So the, we'll go to the story after What? That. We'll come back to it at the end. That's too good a story I... to just throw in the middle here. Celebrate, we're going to celebrate friendship with Tales of Graces. Tales of Graces that finally has a date. March 13th, 2011. And... Well, I guess this doesn't really affect uh, you, Quinn, but you're the only one I can think of who's excited about this. Nope. Quinn's John's not even excited about it. He's too He's caught fine. up in the Old Republic. No, apparently. no, damn it, my mic's mixed music. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, I think I've heard um, rumors that the European date for Tales of Grace's F has uh, slipped to sometime during summer next year. The, re- the reason why I don't care specifically is because I've almost finished it twice. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. That <laughs> for you. But for the North American Tales gamers, of which there are none on this podcast, March 13, 2011, be very happy. Okay. Next story is... And yeah, go, go and play it. Tales of Graces F, you play, it is really, really good battle system. Just Is it like Chrono Triggers? No. Is it like Final Fantasy XII's? No. I don't think we care. I mean, how could it be a good battle system? Seriously. That's, <laughs> that's all we talk about. So, Is it like Dragon Quests? No. <laughs> actually, I, that's the problem. Is the only, apparently, the only Tales game that I tried that absolutely hated the battle system was the one that says, yeah, I don't play that one. So, oh, well. Have what, you played uh, any Bastion, Michael? The, wasn't that one of the DS ones? Oh. Uh, no, it was for uh, it was one of the old PlayStation Two ones, I think. No, actually, PlayStation. The original, the original PlayStation ones. Uh, I played Tales of Destiny and Tales of Eternia, and both of those I could not stand. Right. I, if I remember, both of those were still in two dimensions, though. Yes, but it, the whole part was is like make a combo. Okay, your NPCs aren't going to listen to you, but they're going to fight with you. Uh, how do I make a combo? Oh, you know, just get lucky. All right, I'm done with this game. <laughs> 
<clears throat> have you played any Bastion, Michael? Uh, yes, I have. Hey, would you like some more DLC for it that's free? I have to pay for it. No, you don't. You got it on PC, yes, right? Yes, I do. Oh, you got it on Xbox? To... Yeah, because I had the free card. Oh, but you have so many points on Xbox that you haven't spent. I totally don't have 4,000 points on my Xbox. I don't know what you're talking this about. This will only cost you 80. <laughs> this will cost you 80 of them. <laughs> I, I know. I love that. They're like, well, we don't actually do DLC for free, so you have to spend 80 points. Oh, they do for some publishers, but not this one, apparently. WB isn't cool enough. No, apparently not. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, free DLC on Steam. I think it's out now, right? It and, should be. Yeah, and then, yeah, December 14th. So, yeah, it's out now and a buck on Xbox. Bastion's so, a great game, and it's nice to get Everybody's told DLC. me, yes, there's great DLC and stuff and things, but is this where I get, the one where I have to play it again to understand the DLC? Do I play it later? I mean, I'm lucky because I haven't played that this, much. This, this, this um, DLC explains the story of the narrator. So you probably want to finish the game first, but I don't know. Well, if you finish the... I mean, do you have to finish the game to get this part of the story? It, it sounds separate. Okay. That's what always confuses me the, DLC. There's two new some things are like, modes. we added some stuff in the middle, and you're like, that's super. I beat that game like a month ago. Yeah, you know? the two new game modes you can play only after you've beaten the game, which is score attack, and uh, that basically is like... Uh, uh, it rates you on how well you do, or you can. You also unlock no sweat mode, which is you can die as often as you want, and I don't even think it scores you. And, oh, I die uh, all the time. Just... Yeah, you can just. It, it's like you know, baby's first RPG. Which is silly that they make it. You have to have beaten the game before you can play it as no sweat mode. Because <laughs> if you're having issues beating the game, <laughs> wouldn't you kind of want? Yeah. You would yeah. think so, but <clears throat> maybe they figured that that would change the challenge or I don't know. Maybe they just figured it's easier to add on the end because it's been so long since the game came out. Yeah. Not everyone is slow like me. Uh, let's see. Michael, I would like to do that, but I don't know if she's around. She was on the chat earlier. All right, we'll see if she's... She's in chat now. Her, I don't have her Skype. We're trying mm. to arrange a special guest, guys. Uh, but secret. We'll keep it secret and, and Let's keep uh, it down low. Keep it on the download. Oh wait, I probably should just be typing this. Oh, I that would it. work better. Yes. Someone will complain. It'll be. It's good. We're providing a forum comment for someone. Uh, let's see. What's Neptunia Mark Two, the sequel. <laughs> this is the sequel to Hyperdimension Neptunia <clears throat> that has KG and Afune in it. It now has a limited edition that's been announced. It comes with. All right, get this. This is the game that's uh, personified versions of the consoles fighting against each other, blah, blah, blah. So if you get the Game Industry, which is spelled G-A-M-I-N-D-U-S-T-R-I, because, you know, you can't figure out what that's standing for. The Game Industry Savior set includes a soundtrack CD, a hardcover art book, and Neptunia-themed playing card deck. You can pre-order it from NIS America's online store right now, and the game's release is February 2012. Um, if only the gameplay, I want to get word that the gameplay is actually better in this one because I heard, you know. That's what I want to hear too because that was the thing. It's like the the story sounds cool, the setting sounds cool, and everybody who reviewed it said, yeah, but the game's boring to play. Um, you I guys want... should read the forum thread about the Mar- Neptunia Mark II because we have had some people ring in on that discussion. And what yep. they say for those of us who don't read forums? We don't read forums. That's too I hard. I don't remember. Go read it yourself. <laughs> you don't even remember if it's good or bad. It's it was like, so awesome. Someone I played it and it. they said it, and Sorry, I, as far I don't as, care about the game. As far as I remember, it is better. 
From better. What told okay, me, but, it, it's better. but it was really bad, so better is not good enough, necessarily. Is, can I have someone who well, isn't invested in the game tell me if it's better? I'm not invested Ooh. in the game. I'm not planning on buying it. No, they're saying Hudson people are telling us. I'm like, well, that's super, except that you're invested in the game. You're supposed to tell us it's better, because then we'll buy it. Um, no, I don't think it's... No, no, it's not someone that's associated with a company. I thought it was Gaijin. It can't even be Hudson. Hudson doesn't exist. I'm confused. Or just... Um, and you're thinking of someone who works for... This is, uh, this is Nisa, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have a guy on the forums who's ex-seed. You're, you're mistaking oh. companies. Oh, it's because everybody has nicknames. So, and nobody... Some guy from Exceed comments on an NIS America game, and Michael thinks he's from Hudson, who's now owned by Konami. <laughs> so just in case you're keeping up. <laughs> I must have misheard what Anna said then, because she's mumbling. All right, just just making sure everyone at home can follow along. Let's let's talk about an iPhone I... game instead. These are always Wait, great. wait, wait. No, no, no. The thing I would want is, if this actually is better, can they give me the original story, too, with the same engine? <laughs> Probably not. Because that would be cool, because then you could go back and be like, oh, no, hey. No, no, You know what to do. We have tools for this. It's called YouTube. You just watch the funny stuff. But I want the whole story. I don't oh. want just the funny stuff. Oh. Oh. Poor baby. Especially if they make a sequel, and it's if, like, If only you know, weren't so bu busy already. Uh, oh, wait, you are. So you don't need another game. You'll be, you'll be okay. You'll, I'm going to go play Skyrim. You. You, should go, you should be playing Skyrim. What the hell are you doing hey, here? Hey, right now. Why are you playing play Skyrim? Why aren't you playing Skyrim instead of being on? John's playing games while being on the podcast. Everyone should play games while being on the podcast. Everyone at home, shut off the podcast. Go play a game. I'm just <laughs> going to go cry in the corner. I left the phone upstairs. But speaking of the phone, there's an iOS. Oh, your phone. We heard your week. phone ringing. No, the my second iPhone. She's been borrowing it. Playing How many games on it. do you have? Just the two. Four and 4S. Someone else has my 3G and 3, 3GS. Oh, you know, your, your, your uh, screen protector came off your 3GS. Oh, no. And, and now it's like, oh, hey, now the screen doesn't look like crap. <sighs> should put a new one on. All right. SRRN no. Games. The people released Ash on the iOS. <laughs> I'm talking about my phones. No one cares. Players get to see a new artwork in Ash because they've updated it. So instead of the previously licensed RPG Maker art, they've replaced it with new custom artwork. Hopefully it's good. I don't really know. Uh, they've got screenshots. Why don't you go though. take a peek right now and tell us? No, but I don't have the old ones to compare it to. Oh, that's the problem. The I mean, what? Sadness. Wasn't uh was uh oh wait yes we do on our site we have old screenshots don't we? Uh huh. So I'm gonna compare screenshot. Well, with well. Screenshot. While you do that, we'll keep on talking about this. And did anyone actually play Ash? No. No. Now that I have access to an iPhone, I was thinking about it. Well, so that was the, kind of the thing was it used the same name of a game I really wanted, so I was kind of bitter and never... Oh, Archaic Sealed Heat. Yeah. No, yeah. this is not Archaic Sealed Heat. And that's what... Because I got outside, I'm like, oh, what? This is crazy. And it's like, yeah, it is crazy. It's not the same game. And I'm like, eh, I don't care anymore. Oh, my gosh. So I'm comparing the artwork. So instead of the RPG Maker artwork, they've commissioned artwork that looks similar to the characters of the RPG Maker artwork, but is now um, closer up and centered on their portraits. <laughs> what centered? Crazy. Well, so instead you're of, right. There's not much of a difference. <laughs> it still looks like <laughs> the same stuff. <laughs> is it like is it in HD? Is that the difference? Or well, the enemies look different too. So maybe maybe that helps. Um, the yeah, enemies like, instead of being like these really high, like 
they look like they're out of a D and D manual are now this lower, um, more uh, cartoony artwork. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. But. I don't. I don't know. You like, wow. like the difference between like Prada and a Proto. <laughs> you know what? You're saying it just looks no, more I generic don't. now. <laughs> you know, you don't buy a Prada bag; you buy a Proto bag. I have no idea what you're talking about. Prada is a expensive fashion company. Okay. And so and to save money, buy, you buy don't buy them. So, yeah, so everything went from Manny like, goes shopping for bags? Yes. That's how Manny you keep goes, the ladies happy, man. He's got a merce, man. Deal with it. No, I don't. But anyway, <laughs> I'm surprised. Just because you don't know anything about crime and counterfeiting, don't try to blade this out on me, man. What? <laughs> we didn't say anything about crime and counterfeiting. Wow, is this how we pay for our meals now? I see. No, but the, actually, that's the, the entire implication is that it's it's a counterfeit bag. Prada, Prado. So, speaking of iOS stuff, Chrono Trigger is now out on the iOS. Stop trying to get this show under control. Who gave you that sort of power? All right, so Square Enix has released Chrono Trigger. I think they did this because Giant Bomb started an endurance run of Chrono Trigger, and they're like, let's capitalize on it and throw Chrono Trigger out on the iOS store. And if you remember, a week or two ago, it was out on the PSN. Let me guess. It costs $16, and it is not well, No, universal. it costs 10 and there's been sort of an interesting debate on the forums about whether ten dollars is too much to charge for a game like this because it's like it's ten don't steal the microphone from me it's ten <laughs> it's ten dollars for a sixteen year old game that they uh that the, everywhere the, a lot of people on the forums claim they had to do minimum work too but i mean the ui has been completely redone so and it's a port of the I, ds I, version I, I, which cost you 40 dollars on the ds just a couple years ago i'd, I'd also i'd also have well, to time, uh, have to ask them if they've ever actually worked with apple development xcode is not friendly it sucks yeah now it, that's an interesting People usually say that Xcode's a nice development environment. That's a new okay, perspective. Okay, um, just from pers- just from personal experience, I hate it. Okay, and the fact that you usually have to be on a Mac to to, to well, code yes, in that it. there is that. If you which, don't like which them, also sucks. If you just hate Macs for some inherent reason, that is not going to be a good starting point for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just ugh. The, the, the question for other me things is, I'd rather program why, in. Why would you buy this as opposed to another version, especially if you could get one for cheaper? Well, if you can get it for cheaper than ten bucks, why not? Well, but for I'm, ten bucks for the DS version with the two new areas that they added to it, that's kind of that's kind of okay. Um, if you get the DS version for like twenty bucks and you get buttons, that's probably nicer. Unless you've been arguing, unless of course you've been arguing on the forums to suggest that the DS remake isn't very good because it tries to tie in too much to Chrono Cross. Oh, does it? Oh, well, they shouldn't do that. Oh, that's a bad what, idea. You didn't know, you didn't yeah, know that, that from the DS? That's what the DS version? version does, is the DS remake basically changes a bunch of stuff around so that it ties deeper into Chrono Cross. In the new areas, but or they it, actually change the story? It doesn't actually change, oh. directly change the story, but it adds uh, some additional bonus areas at the end of the game that tie into Chrono Cross. Yeah, and I mean, of course, there's the cinematics and, where, yeah. um, I was about to say Buka, <laughs> where Luca picks up Kid and stuff like that. It's such a ridiculous... Chrono Cross's story is stupid enough to begin with and incoherent to actually try and tie it to another story that wasn't so crappy. Oh, that's a terrible what? idea. No, 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 no. That was the and big problem that, with Chrono Cross seems to be... was they came across and said, you know what, not only are we going to tie it to Chrono Trigger, 
but we're going to tear it apart at the same time. Right. We're going to slaughter all the main characters and tell you about it in cutscenes. I'm the only person and... who liked Chrono Cross's storyline. Well, no, I like, I like Chrono Cross, but I mean, I also... The storyline sucks. I'm... No, See, I thought the storyline was almost I disrespectful. I certainly enjoyed <laughs> Chrono Cross, but I'm one of those people that don't think that Chrono Trigger is the best thing since sliced bread, and I gave it, I think, a four out of five in my review, and I actually got hate mail. The freaking stupid... The ending of Chrono Cross makes no sense either. Does, why well, not? That never stops Square. <laughs> I thought the ending made sense. Let's just show you a girl with a ribbon. You, well, okay, Wait, look, maybe it was a little bit I, too close to watching End of Eva, but still, it made sense. Can you pull up my oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, if you're going okay. to say that End of Evangelion makes sense. <laughs> then, yeah, then you're done talking about yeah, stories. We, we need to move on, then. Because you go to Evangelion up to, like, what, 22, and then it just goes complete, like, acid trip. Well, End so, of Evangelion, yeah. Mike, is, uh, is a movie that is a different the movie to the show. Yeah, the but it does... Wait, so they changed it? They, yeah, they made so they made two movies that kind of sum up the first part of the series and the oh. end of the series, and they ah. give a completely different ending. It's like an actually the opposite ending of the show, actually, which is well, really weird. The op- how do you get an opposite ending of chaos and craziness? Um, it, you, it has to do with human instrumentality and whether or not it's accepted or rejected. What <laughs> you make it sound? You make it sound so. You make it sound so simple. I know. Yeah, I that's say, why wait, I said that, it like that. that. Just to make, put it out there simply that I'm not going to try and explain it to you. I'm not going to spoil the end of the show, and I'm not going to try and, and give you an explanation of instrumentality because it's so stupid. Well, you, you can't explain. This is like trying to explain Final Fantasy VIII. It's Michael, like just, it, it's like no, it's like trying to explain Final Fantasy VII actually because it takes about as much reading to understand what's going on in both. But seven can make enough sense. If you pull in all the side pieces. Yes, but you need to read a lot of wiki stuff. No, no, no. You have to play all four games. Let me ask you something, Michael. Did you ever know where the moon came from in Evangelion? No. Yeah. No, you haven't read much at all. So there's a lot to learn. But it didn't make sense, and I didn't want to go back. We should should transition away from questionable animes and into more DS games. Because this is going to be something that Michael's going to adore. Yeah. That, oh, did we get her? Oh, she just went offline. I'm, oh I'm my trying. gosh! I thought we almost had her. We almost had. Oh, her. one last thing. Are we done? So we're done with the iOS thing. Yeah. Yeah. One last little thought that people have been um, that I've heard a lot positive. The reason why people think ten dollars might be too much for an iOS game is because you're sort of taking a risk with every iOS title you buy. There's no demo. So ten dollars on a game they may have terrible it's controls. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but so? the controls matter. If it, it, I mean, it does matter, exactly. And that was the UI was something that they majorly overhauled to in order to put it out on the iOS. So yeah, but they also but they majorly also overhauled, overhauled tactics, and nobody seems exactly. to like that. Uh huh. And it was not good. I think I think tactical games on iOS are just a mistake. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it's. Totally oh, I think I think you need the control. It. I mean, it was it was like trying to play Front Mission with a stylus. It was just painful. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when you these games, when you try to shoehorn a game that it wasn't designed for uh, into a system it wasn't designed for, what do you expect? Okay, so we should talk about this new game because it's going to make Michael's brain explode. I already. Why is it going to make my brain explode when I spent 35 minutes talking about it last night? Fine. Did it make your brain explode last night? No, because I don't know the part. That merges with the part that I like. Really? What? Yes. Okay, so to explain this for the people that haven't heard the news, and I guess there's like four of you out there, a new Pokemon game was announced last night. 
Um, it is certainly not a traditional Pokemon game. It's not going to be technically associated with any other previous Pokemon games because it is uh, crossed over with the Tecmo Koi series, Nobunaga's Ambition. So Which right I now the title played. is called literally Pokemon Plus Nobunaga's Ambition. And uh, it's a series that I don't think most of North America is familiar with. Um, they are strategy RPGs set in the Sengoku period. And I haven't played one of these. Unfortunately, our our master of everything, Koei, is not online right now. But there's um, a whole bunch of magazine spreads. There is some demo videos. Well, apparently there was some event. Yeah. Because they had art yeah. and Jump walls Festa. and things like that. Yeah. Jump Festa, the oh, event that's put on right by Shonen Jump. Skype had to update. So this so, is uh, this is going to be a strategy RPG like Nobunaga's Ambition. And it looks like right now there's going to be several playable characters. And unlike your traditional Pokemon tamer, they're only going to have one Pokemon each. And it seems to be predetermined. I mean, these are super early details. We know nothing about it. Well, no, they gave us some screenshots and video gameplay, and it didn't look like the trainers really factored into it at all. What was on the field was all Pokemon. So it, it it's a Pokemon tactical game. So think Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics with Pokemon is what it looks like. Um, the artwork seems to tag every Pokemon to a trainer for whatever reason. Well, what you kind of figure is that you're going to have... Um, See, I'm trying to tie this into something more like where Ogre Battle did it, where you have like one main character walking around, and then when it touches another character, you actually have this whole complex right. army behind see, you. We didn't see exactly that. Did we see combat at all? I don't remember. Yeah, they showed combat. Yeah, they showed and attacks so, and stuff. And no, Master Chief, it doesn't look like a you are the Pokemon game. You are, you are the trainer on the far left. You're either male or female. You are human. So it's not like a mystery wait, wait, wait. game. So it's a strand, traditional Pokemon, or is it a strategy game? It's a strategy it's game. It's a strategy game. It's it's sort of like if you've ever played any of the like grid-based TRPGs, it looks sort of similar to that. So the thing that, um, that interests me is that... What non-grid-based TRPGs do we have? Um, this Gaia. Um, um, everything needs... No, 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 yeah. This guy is grid-based? What are you talking no, about? No, there's the one... Oh, what's it called? It starts with an M, and the guy... Oh, I mean, with the there's, book, there's and it's based the on a lad, circle. It's not based on a grid. Makai Kingdom? Yeah, Makai Kingdom. Ark the Lad did that too. Okay. Yeah. Chloe there, says, there there's no there. word of strategy. It is dubbed a turn-based RPG right now. Okay. Um, now, the thing it's that a- interests me is that this isn't 3DS, it's DS. And we're not going to hear anything about it till sometime in 2012. But it is supposed to come out in 2012 as well. How do you have a grid-based, turn-based RPG? That's a strategy. That is a strategy. All, putting the grid in makes it a strategy RPG. How does it not be? How do you have a grid-based, turn-based RPG that isn't strategy-based? Bad <laughs> translations from Japan. I don't know. That's I, a very question. I, I, that, that conceptually, adding RPG. the grid is what makes it a strategy game, and you're facing and all that stuff. It, well, I'm not even going to go with the grid. If there's positioning involved, then yeah, it's going to be different. Oh. It's not going to. The only way that would matter is if it wasn't turn-based. But if yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that's confusing uh, so this sounds to me like it's a big stall tactic what do you mean Nintendo would love to bring out the next uh, Pokemon game do you mean one for 3DS yes Okay. but 
they don't like the sales, and at this point, I'm wondering if they're continuing the model or not. Well, we haven't gotten a third version of black and white either. That's also kind of weird. No, because one of the places I heard did say that they were going to try to do that on the 3DS. Hmm. Apparently, <coughs> apparently um, Nintendo are about, are about to make an announcement about a new Pokemon game. But they have, like I said, we haven't got the third one, which totally breaks the trend of having the the Pokemon series. And well, they say they're, they're making an announcement wait, about and, one. Like and this. not including this one that was just announced, Quinn? Wait, there was think, one just announced? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Pokemon that's what we're talking about, the Pokemon Nobunaga's game they just announced. Oh. They just announced it at Jump Festa yesterday. Oh, wait. I, oh, oh, that is the one they announced. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Something else. It's crazy. They so also announced still... Polka Park too. Whatever that matters, but for your Wii to play with your black and white because they don't have gray. Oh, I guess that's been announced for a while then. Yeah. Um, but it does seem strange that it just seems like to me like, well, we're not sure what we're going to do. We're not going to put it on the 3DS because it's almost like at this point that putting Pokemon on the 3DS is a bad idea, and that that speaks more to me more than this game. Mm-hmm. Because that also thinks like, well, we thought this was a cool idea. It's not selling the way we wanted to. It's not different enough from the DS. So we're not going to risk our flagship title running on a and run the numbers on a lower selling platform. So we're just going to do this stall tactic. And we're going to wait a year. And we're going to see how this does. And then we'll decide what to do with the next Pokemon game. All right. So... Well, I think that's all we can figure out, and Chloe's not answering her phone for some reason. Mm. She said it was updating, and then she signed off, so I'm afraid... Well, she's on again. She's not answering, and she's the one who knows all about Mitsuhide. Yeah, she went on to the... Well, based on some quick things she told me, apparently they say it's part of the Nobunaga's Ambition series, but they actually use artwork from Samurai Warriors 3 and other Koi series, which is kind of interesting. So it's a big mashup, mashup of lots of stuff. So who's actually working on it? Is That's Nintendo going to work on it? Or is Koei working on it? Because that would tell me more about the game than anything else. Huh. I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. And have how many of these have we gotten? These uh, Nobunaga ambitions. Mm, I don't know. I've, I don't remember Nobunaga's ambitions since like NES days, man. I'm sure we had some since then. I just don't remember them. I know. That makes me if wonder. Like, else, I am pretty sure that the artist that's the artist team that's going to be working on this is going to be from Koei. No, artist team doesn't matter. I'm worried more about um, <laughs> okay. story development and uh, gameplay. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that... I can go and say that, oh, I'd rather have Nintendo devs versus Koei devs. I mean, I, I don't care. Devs are, you know, they're going to do their job. I'm I'm more concerned about the who's going to focus it in a certain direction. Is Koei going to handle that or is Nintendo? Because I think they'll be vastly um, different based on who does that. I would imagine it would be pretty joint. There's, there's, uh, that's a myth. It would right? be the Pokemon company, right? Would it? Because that's Nintendo. Is it? Um, it's listed under Pokemon Company in Jump, but what does that mean? Then, well, that could just mean they're the... Pu- no, that's a developer, because Nintendo will publish it. 
So Pokemon Company pretty much means that it is going to be the uh, Nintendo develop the Nintendo team. So, huh, interesting. Uh, I would have preferred the Koei team myself because I would just, rather you have want something different, right? I want something different. I, I feel like when Nintendo does it, <clears throat> they're going to kind of borrow some ideas, but it's going to be another tactical Pokemon game, which we've had plenty of, and they're not that exciting. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Chloe's dropped offline, so... She's online. Oh, well, but she's not answering. Yeah, we'll have to give up for now. Oh, did I just break the call? No, oh. you brought on a sound bite or something. Okay, that's weird. I am having Oh, weird... she's here. Chloe? Well, her mic's Hello? here anyway. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, Yay! You have to speak up, though. This is as loud as it can go. Otherwise, I'm shouting there. at my mic. That's good. That volume is we good. We like shouting. So tell I'm us. Shouting. We don't know anything about Nobunaga's ambition. Did this, like, series fall off the earth for ten years or something? You don't know? Or oh, it's... Have you heard of the Romance of Three Kingdoms series? It's basically the same, but Japan. Yeah, but do we actually have games here that we can play that we would understand the series? Yeah, um, I think Nobunaga's Ambition 3 came out here. Yeah, yes. Um, there's the Iron Triangle, and there's Nobunaga's Ambition 3, I believe. The last one I've seen is the Iron Triangle. Alright. Yeah, I think Nobunaga's Ambition 3 is like a PS2 title. Uh, Nobunaga's Ambition was for the Genesis. That's why I have no idea what people are talking about. It's an old series, but... Yeah, it's very old. It's not, not that outdated. So, we Chloe, tell us about Mitsuhide. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you wanted to know? Well, we were kind of being more details than your infatuation, but that's a good start. Do you want to know about him in the game? Or yeah, what? yeah, like, so what? what are these people and why are you fawning over them? I mean, are these from... Are these guys from Nobunaga's Ambition? Or are they from Dynasty Warriors or both? I don't get it. They're actually... Well, the game is based on Field of Japan or Single Fujidai, and the characters are based off of real people. So Mitsuhide and Oda Nobunaga are all real people. Keep going. We, oh, we need to oh. know more. I told you. They're... they're well, Oda wanted to unify... Well, no, no, we don't need the Japanese history lesson, just... <laughs> what? What? Well, this is the story. The that's the game. That's the, the story. Game. That, that's it. That's, no Nobunaga's ambition is you trying to unify Japan with whoever you want to play as. Including Pokemon now, apparently. Yes, including Pokemon. Apparently there are 17 castles, and I assume that each warlord or character owns a castle. This sounds a lot like, I mean, I'm, I'm going totally out of left field. This sounds kind of like Dragon Force. You're like, here's a map. Why don't you go unify it? Hmm. Is, yeah, is that kind of the same idea? Uh, Shogun Total War 2 with less real-time strategy and more Pokemon. <laughs> I cannot find any of these on US release, so I'm having issues. 
Were you going to play them all now, Mike, to get ready for a Pokemon game? I wanted to play one of them, at least, so I knew the characters. I bet you Guzak has them. I can't find one in English. That's the problem. I mean, I don't want to... I guess I could play the original one on Virtual Console, but that sounds kind of scary. No, I found one. You can get one on Amazon for 50 bucks. But, Googling Kills Podcast, so let's talk about this On Guzak's, Michael, right now there's a bunch of them that come up. All right. Um, including ones on Game Boy and Wii and Genesis and Super Nintendo, a GBA one, and yeah, Nobunaga Senki on PS2, whatever that is. You know, there's the, the, what, I don't know what it's called in English. Let me think. I don't know. Ah, uh, Sengoku Basara, it's the Capcom version of it. It's oh, Sengoku Basara is awesome. Yeah, I know, it's the greatest, but you know, it's the same character names, they just look different. All you need to know is the background of every single person. So Oda is generally portrayed as evil, and Akichin Kirite is generally portrayed as the person who betrayed Oda, and he's a savior, blah blah blah. It's the same in pretty much every game, it's just reiterated. So, is there, here's a better question. So instead of playing the games to learn the story, is there an actual story that you can read? Japanese History it's 101. Fine, a history book, yes, get a history book. So this is this is actual Japanese history. This is not made up in any way. Well, oh. except for the part where the guys have handlebars on their horses. I mean, <laughs> horses. yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. mostly I'm just historical. I'm talking the character interactions, not the crazy stuff they put in to make it a game. Oh, I yeah, can just pick up any Japanese history book or watch a documentary. No, you should pick up Sengoku Basara on uh, PlayStation Three. You really should. That game is awesome. No, it's great. I imported it. In- this is the PS3 one. It's called Sengoku Basara Samurai Heroes. It looks like Dynasty Warriors, but made by Capcom? It's uh, yeah, it, it, it's Dynasty Warriors made by Capcom and contains a very embellished version of Japanese history, as told through an action game filter by the same people who made, same pe- same people who made Devil May Cry. But this is like but the third can't... Sengoku Basara. That's yeah. the silly part. But yeah. It's probably the best one. <laughs> <laughs> what, you do they can. just retell the same story each time? Well, it's just, it, as I said, if it's tied to an actual event, they can't really change the story that much. That's why I said embellished it. I mean, I, do, I don't believe Masamune Date rode into horse with Harley Davidson handlebars on his, on his horse. Well, he could have. Are there actually Nor- motorcycles in Sengoku Basara? No, no, no. no he just rides into battle no, on it, a horse it's a with Harley on, Yeah, I'm... What if you did have a saddle that had handlebars on me? And that wouldn't be impossible. He also, I do, also, I do not believe um, Masamune Date wielded six katanas at once. Well, and that wouldn't be hard, yes. That, 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 that's quite difficult. Well, you of course not, he did eight. Though, that's, yeah, that's where Gilgamesh came from, right? Hey. <laughs> I, I was going to remember Chris. in there, because <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, were you saying that like all of these, like they, it's just the same story over and over again, or something? embellished versions of the same story, yes. Yeah, well, then again, I, I feel like if you're buying these games to begin with, you don't really care. Because Dynasty Warriors hasn't changed terribly much since the first one. Well, it's not well, like Journey to the West changed any difference, and they keep making that game. Well, you know, each each game installment just adds more to the story, so expands the historical timeline. But, I guess, the thing for Basara, for me, there's Cannon toting Jesuits in it, and Koei doesn't have that. Not that that it, that it matters. Cannon toting what? Jesuits. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's a Jesuit? <laughs> it's a special class in the in this game that has cannons. 
Actually, yeah, um, Just Dug is right, actually. Um, the the earlier Sengoku Basra games cover slightly earlier periods in history, whereas the current one, the Samurai Heroes, actually covers um, the, the actual unification of Japan in, like, 1603, I think it is. I think I'm more excited for Sengoku Basra now more than uh, Pokemon <laughs> Nobunaka. <laughs> You should get it. It's not expensive now. They've dropped the price significantly. So, okay. You I played all this crap. Tell me what... what I want to know, what are the ones to get out of all the Dynasty Warriors, out of all the Nobunaga's ambitions, all the Sengoku stuff, what are the ones to get? Aren't you supposed get to just get the most recent ones? Get, get, one? Sengo, get, get some Sengoku Master Samurai Heroes. It is hilarious. Can you type that somewhere? <laughs> it's $15 on Amazon, brand new. I just can't. Well, spell I want to hear from Chloe. I agree uh, with Tango Kubasara. It's better. I mean, if you want something funny, if you want to go serious, go with Chloe. I don't know if I want uh, something funny. I want to be able to play it. All right, you, they're, they're Michael. For you, I have another name. Game called Ninety Nine Nights. What? <laughs> it's another one of these beat up a billion people, and it's not very good. So. So you Did want you, me to play a bad game instead of a game Because it's the only one me. you can spell in the search browser. Oh, my I goodness. I just linked cool. them. Just buy it. There you go. Everyone, I give you a link. Buy that. It's All $15. Right. <laughs> All right. I guess that's, that's, that's our homework for this, uh, this holiday season is to go buy and play Sengoku Basara and Saints Row 3. All right. I bet you Sengoku Basara is and in Saints Row 3, 3 somewhere, <laughs> isn't it, Manny? What's that? I bet you Sengoku Basara-type gameplay is in Saints Row 3 probably, right? Oh, at some point. I th- oh, I think that's the horde mode. Horde <laughs> mode. Why not? The horde mode? I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Every yeah, type of gameplay is in... <laughs> they probably have Chrono Cross-style gameplay in Saints Row 3. Oh, that's where they cross the line. Nothing Japan unless it's... Oh, nothing Japan. Okay, so it's all... But, well, Sengoku Basara is Japan. Horde mode! Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's it for... Thank you, Chloe, for telling us about Nobunaga. Now get the hell out of here. We'll let you go it's now. It's only $11 on the Wii. Thanks. Um, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. See ya. Yes, $11 on the Wii, or $4 for HD tax, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Tactics Ogre let us cling together. It's $10 on the Wii right now. I mean, on the PSP. Ah, that's that's a good price. And everyone bought that brand new for 40 right? Um, yeah. Yeah. 10 bucks, man. Great deal today on Amazon. Yeah. Use coupon code RPGamer to save. Yeah, I wish we had <laughs> So let's talk about what we played this week. First off, I'm going to toss it to Anna. So she can get Where off your he lap. literally whacks the microphone my way. So what have I been playing this week? I've been playing a ton of Skylanders. Did I talk about this last week? Was I even on last week? Anyone? Uh, I can't remember. Yes. <laughs> it must have been because you angered Master Chief or something. I don't know. Oh, right, because I talked about how bad the the FPS scene on the 360 was. Well, I <laughs> so don't yes, understand why. I have been playing a massive, massive amount of Skylanders. And I went out, and I already had 10 figurines, and um, I had one extra level, and I went out and bought another level and four more figurines. So now I have an absolute, wah, metric time. I was being tossed around, sorry. Um, so this is Spyro... What's the full title? Spyro's Adventure Skylanders? Skylanders give us more money. 
<laughs> yeah. So if you're watching the live stream, uh, Skyland, Chris calls it Skylanders give me more money. So, um, yeah, if you're watching the live stream, Chris is uh, demoing all of the various figurines that I have. And this is uh, a platformer like all of the other Spyro games, but it has a twist where you get what's called the Power Portal, which is basically a USB device that you place. I love the Power Portal. Well, they'll talk about it's that so later. Bad. Yeah, it's um, you, you place the figurines on top of that, and the game reads them. And so... <clears throat> Um, you basically move around the various levels, defeating foes, getting to the end, completing puzzles, finding hidden treasures. And um, there's 40 characters currently, although not all of them are available yet. And there's eight elements, so there's five characters per element. Um, I believe I have two of almost every single element at this point because I have 14 characters. Yeah, there's two. I don't have a second wind and I don't have a second water yet. Um, but yeah, it's funny because, um, Chris and I listened to a fair amount of other podcasts and the other podcasts were saying how awesome this robot dragon was. And it was like, Drobot is the best. Um, and all of these, uh, all of these podcasts were talking about how awesome Drobot was. And we were like, well, here's a three pack with Drobot and it has one of the other guys that I want. So let's get it. Drobot. Is freaking amazing. He's my favorite character. I use him all the time now. <laughs> so um, every character has two attacks and one movement ability. So, for example, anything that has wings tends to fly. And um, there's a girl who... Um, stealth Elf... She obviously can't fly because she doesn't have wings, but what she does is she like acrobats around and that's her fast movement. So it's very cool. Um, there's a lot of different play styles depending on um, what you like. There's a fire guy. Yes, Stealth Elf is actually her name. And uh, there's a, a fire guy called Eruptor and he basically poops fire all around him. I'm not terribly fond of him. I don't use him at all. In fact, I got a second fire person, so I didn't have to use him. But yeah, it is uh, It is definitely not cheap to get involved in this game. I think the base pack is 80 bucks and the 80 I was selling bucks. it for, um, I think they're selling it for uh, 60 quid here in England. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap to get into it. And I mean, these, uh, you either get a three-character pack or an extra-level pack, which is... Um, an unlockable level, one character, and two bonus items. And those are both 20, so I've spent too much on this game so far, but I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, um, every character has those two attacks, like I said, and then you can upgrade those attacks, and then once you get a high enough level, you can start specializing in one attack or the other. So, for example, my Spyro, he can fly, he can... Um, dash forward and he leaves a trail of fire behind him or he can spit fireballs and I've upgraded my fireballs so that when I spit three of them spit out at a time I can spit them out more frequently and the middle one explodes when it hits something so that's very cool and I've also been playing a lot of iOS games recently so Puzzle Quest on my phone and is my microphone being stolen? no I'm just being shuffled um, and I've been playing Tiny Tower, and what else have I been playing this week? I feel like I've been playing something else on 
Oh, right. I've been playing World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, no one cares, but I got a new character up to 32 so far this week. Er, no, 34. And, yeah, I think that's everything that I've been playing. Um, think, 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 think. Yeah, Trust and we've been watching the Chrono Trigger end. Endurance Run. <coughs> All right. Thank you, Anna. Um, everyone who wants to go uh, waste a lot of money, stay tuned and watch the stores in the skies for Skyrim, sa- Skyrim Skylander sales. I keep calling it oh, Skyrim. We got Skyrim and Skyward Sword and now Skylander. Skyrim Lander's Sword. It's the month yes. of Sky. Skyrim Lander's Sword, yes. <coughs> so, what did what what I just say? Stuff and I have no idea. Oh, right. It's Michael's turn to tell us what he played. Oh, but I have to say this game right, and I never can. That's okay. So, uh, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> I'm playing uh, a lot more of Sola. What is it? Sola Torobu. Solato Robo. I mean, yeah. Solato. I don't know how to say it. I don't, I don't know how it's supposed to be called either. It's the furry game of fun. Um, Solato Robo. What do you mean it's the furry game? It's just. Dog characters, right? And cat characters. Yeah. Okay. Very hot cat characters. Oh, I see. Uh, yes. Um, it's kind of like, oh I no, I feel bad because I will eventually Michael have to beat this girl. But for right now, she's hot, so that's okay. Um, I'm running into the problem I have with some of these more fun games is they're like, here's all the fun stuff you can do on the side that doesn't actually get you anywhere in the story, and I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of fun, and then I never get anywhere in the story. So I'm only in chapter five, despite the fact I've probably played this game like 15 hours already but um i kind of wish there was more to the battle system that's kind of like my one ding on it it's like well you pick things up you throw them on the ground pick them up throw them on the ground it's like okay that's cool but i think that's why i enjoy doing the other stuff more so for the most part um that's all I really have time for. I played some more Skyrim. I'm really not that far, so I don't have a lot to say about it. Oh, there's always stuff to say about Skyrim. What did you do in Sky- What did you make in Skyrim? What did you? What have you beaten? What have you died to? I haven't. Well, no. Okay, the giant spider did eat me, because uh, that was the first real battle test for me. And half the thing I was trying to figure out how to use the favorites box. So, yeah, it was like, uh, how do I switch weapons? How do I do this? How do I do that? Because, you know, reading a manual isn't something I do, especially in an online game. Or, I mean, where you online. download it. There's no where, you, where, you've, where you've downloaded it, not oh, where okay. you've got a, an actual manual. You Digital can releases equals no manual. Well, I'm sure there's a PDF somewhere. I just don't know where or anything. Um, so... Yeah, the spider killed me a couple times. Um, I talked with Chris a little bit about, you know, you're supposed to rescue the thief and then he goes off and dies to some door. And my guy didn't even make it to the door because he found a drugger and got killed. So I was like, oh, I didn't even know what the puzzle was at that point. (laughs) I was just like, oh, okay, I don't know what I'm doing because I failed in getting the NPC here. But um, I don't know how anyone can play this game on a console at this point. What do you mean? There's no mods. So there's no. What do you no need mods for? Targeting. It's a really good game without mods. No, I can't. I can't handle my inventory without a mod anymore. What, I don't understand. What mod do you it. have for your inventory? Oh, it lists um, the item, and then it lists the value, the weight, and the weight to value ratios. 
so I know what to sell and what not to care about. Oh, well, most people just use their brain. Yeah, when you're picking up six things off a monster and you only have three, uh, you only have weight enough for three, I'm not going to do the math. I'm just going to click the ones oh, you sell lots of points in the stamina. Yeah, I don't have a lot of points. I'm like level six. So. Mm. I didn't know stamina also had to do with what I could carry. I thought that was how many actions I could do. Both. Hmm. Also, I kind of like hit points. So <laughs> I've been doing a lot of hit points. Because I don't seem to evade worth a damn. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you want to tell you about Skyrim. I haven't got anything cool. I, I, oh, I have, like, you need to remember your stories of fun stuff and dragons eating sheep. I haven't done... I went into the thing and, and I ate... Stuff. The spider ate me. Sounds. And there was a drugar that I literally had to figure out how to kite because I couldn't beat it straight up. And I don't know if you're supposed to be able to do that, but I kind of got him to run around in a circle a few times, so that was fun. Um, I really oh, come want on. to get. If you were finding a drugger in real life, would you stand still and say, "Come at me," and just hold up your shield? Well, I would kind of hope the shield would do more than it does. Yeah, no, dude. If a gigantic like water monster came after me, I'd run around in circles and hope it tripped and died. A water monster is different because a water monster has magic and crap. The drugger is just hitting me with a sword. I put up my shield and I still get hurt. And I'm like, "What's the hell? The point of this?" Oh, you're right. Okay. I was thinking of a different kind of monster. Either way, dude, monster, who cares? You win any way you can. I, I, I kind of feel that that's the way I do it, but I feel like I'm scrapping through the battles and I have no idea what I'm actually doing. Um, other than that, yeah, I I accidentally stole something. I'm kind of worried about it. <laughs> I didn't mean... I, I wanted to buy it, right? I don't think you need to like, be worried I, about it. Can I buy it? And he's like, no, I'll go do this. So I, like, I did the whole uh, crafting tutorial, and then he left, and I'm like... But I still want to upgrade my axe, so I just took the ingot, and then it said I have a bounty, and now I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know. There needs to be more explanation of what the oh, hell's the going on. the guards will ask you to pay it at some point. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Because I have the money. That was an annoyed me. I have so much money, but I couldn't find anyone to sell me anything. Not what I wanted. I mean, they'll sell me all the crap I gave them, which I, if I gave it to them, I don't want it, so... <laughs> Why Why do NPCs... This is a Bethesda thing. Why do NPCs only have so much money? Um, Because they're basing it on Western RPGs, and that's kind of a common thing. That's stupid. Okay? You want to sell me a book that costs 600 gold? Don't only have 800 gold in your inventory. Well, go to another merchant, Mike. I mean, you I'm still haven't gotten to Whiterun, it sounds like. So go to the next no, town. I, I keep finding quests to do. Go to the next town, you'll have three merchants you can sell stuff to. Though the miscellaneous goods merchant still has a limited amount of gold. But you can milk the other two and get the gold? Well, yeah, you, you got one who can who'll buy weapons and one who'll buy magic-related stuff. Wait, they can only buy certain stuff? Yeah. Son of a... What an annoying game. <laughs> you buy, you sell, you buy, you sell, and you use stuff to level your skills. What stuff? The stuff you have. Save up 5,000 gold. You'll be able to buy a house and store all your crap How? in How? 5,000? Yeah. Who has 5,000 gold? You will when you do quests and stuff, and as you level, and you get more golds. I have like 1,200, and I thought I had a lot, so I bought like three bucks, and then I didn't have any, and I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, start saving. Saving for a house. The other thing oh. is, is that if you wait a few days, they'll restock their gold. Yeah, you could just hit select and wait 48 hours. <laughs> See, that's, you, yeah. This is what's bugging me about the Western RPG. 
I started the game running from the Empire, running from a dragon, you know, pretty much running for my life. Right? I've been in this town for three days. No one gives a crap. Nope. Where's the dragon? Where's the Empire? Where are these people who are really, really upset go enough to the that next they want to If you want more story, go off. to the next story quest. Go to White One. They wanted to cut my head off. To that, you know, to that's how much they like me. I mean, you left them. Yeah. They couldn't give a crap where I went. Yeah. That, that that's not a story. That's like they didn't even know who you were. You were just tossed in with the lot. You just kind of got caught along, so they're not really tracking you down. Go to the next story. You'll be fine. Is, is there a, a way to know which quests are the actual story and which quests are fun things to go up in the hill and kill things? Um, on the start menu, it should be obvious which ones for that. There's a. Oh, in the quest dialogue? Yeah, in the quest log. Oh, I don't use that. I only have one. Only have yeah, quests. you should use the quest log because then you can track them and figure out where to go. That's how I know when I can leave when I'm done with quests, right? That's <laughs> how I played these games. Yeah, that. At some point, you will have to balance the fact that, well, there's these other two quests, but they're going to take me halfway across the map. Maybe I'll go to this next area first and get more quests that will take me to the other area in the map. Oh, well, I haven't got any quests where I have to leave yet, except the one to go to Whiterun and talk to some guy. And I don't want to do that because there were other quests where I didn't have to leave the area I was in. I can't okay. remember the Well, then, go, then do those. Yeah. You, I have if been, you're going to you do all the quests, this is going to be a 300-hour game. And if you're not, it's going to be a 50- to 60-hour game. Which do you recommend? Um, I don't know. It's your play See, experience. Zach was telling me that you can't beat the game, so I was a little confused by that. Well, you can finish the storyline, but then there's always, you, it doesn't end. Well, of course not. It's a Western RPG. Yeah. So then you can just keep doing but more and more But you can't quests. beat the story and then go, yay, I'm done. Yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, this is like, this is like, I mean, this is like playing 12. You're like, yeah, I beat the story, but there's still lots of crap to do. You're like, yeah, you don't have to do it, but you can. That kind but of stuff. It's not going to like cut you off. I don't even know if you get credits, man. How do you play a game with no credits? I, uh, they're on the menu. Oh, that's yeah. true. So technically, you can review the game after five minutes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I installed. No, you Once have to I've include the install time. Credits, so it's I'm a couple done. hours. It's a couple hours. Couple hours. <laughs> Maybe forty-five minutes, depending on your connection. Wow. I did it while I was eating dinner, so it didn't yes. count. <laughs> all right, that's all you played. Um. Yes. Because right. you don't care about Dragon Bale. <laughs> I don't think that counts. <laughs> Hey, if she can talk about her stupid iOS games, I can talk about mine, but no, but we're you, fine. Well, is, is, did something interesting happen in Dragonvale? I got a moon dragon. Okay. <laughs> it's actually the first level 10 dragon that doesn't look like crap, so I like it. Awesome. I know. Kind of hot. Did your dad get a moon dragon yet? I know he was looking for one, too. No, he said he got a 24-hour breed time. He'll try again tonight. Okay. John, did you play anything this week? Yeah, I've been playing a couple of things. Um, for for start, people who haven't bought um, the humble bu- indie humble bundles four should probably go and do so. Okay. Like, yeah, it's a really good go bundle. If you don't have most of the games in there, like I do, it'd be a really good. I bundle. don't. So. <laughs> well, I was... As I I used it as the opportunity to get um, uh, Jamestown and Super Meat Boy because I really wanted both. Am I the only one who doesn't really like these games? No. You don't like hard platformers and you don't like shoot 'em ups, so that does yeah. mean that this bundle isn't really focused at you. Okay. Because I've played 
some of those, and they're just I don't want to play them. So don't play them. Especially, it's, I feel bad because I like the guy who made Super Meat Boy. I just don't like his game. It's a fun game, but it's hard. No, Super Meat Boy is 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 just. Ugh. What does that I, mean? I'm usually I'm I usually know. a calm person, but Super Meat Boy is enough to drive you to just rage. Well, especially if you try to complete everything. I made it. I did manage to make it up to World Five. But yeah, then it started getting kind of difficult. <laughs> However, uh, the other thing that they have done now is um, I got an email earlier today saying that if you buy um, uh, the Humble Bundle 4, is you also now get the soundtracks to all of them. Yeah, um, yeah they added that. Yeah. Um, well, that was, to, no, that, was to the, that was to the soundtrack bundle. No, no, no. no. no that's, if, you that's buy, what, that's if, you, if you buy Humble Bundle 4. Bundle 4 is. Oh. Okay. You get you now get the soundtracks to all of those. There was well. another soundtrack bundle thing that was going on. Yeah. I thought they were editing it. That to was that. for the people no, no. who bought the first one but didn't get the soundtracks and just wanted the soundtracks. But yeah, okay. this this time they've now even if you've already bought it, you um you you just get it free. I I mean personally I think it's worth it just for the Super Meat Boy soundtrack because I think that's really good. That is a good soundtrack, but I think you can listen to like almost all of it for free on ban- on not, is it Bandcamp something like that? I forget. Mm. That doesn't matter. I don't know. I just I downloaded it anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, as far as from what I gather, it was up on. It was a story that I saw posted on Steam. Was mm-hmm. Humble Bundle three? They managed to make a million dollars in a week. Humble Bundle four? They made over a million dollars in a day. Well, yeah, it's a better bundle, they, and they're currently at one point five million dollars total. It's got BitTrip Runner, which is the good BitTrip game. <laughs> uh, one of the the second top uh, contributor to the. Oh um, yeah, Cave Story is in here too. By the way, we should mention that. Only if you buy more than I think what was it five forty or something. Michael, it's you should get this for Cave Story. It's currently five thirty-two. Why not? I have Cave Story. Cave Story Plus. I don't know what plus means. Plus is the upgraded version for Steam. But and I already have It's Cave not the Story free version. The Cave Story Plus is the HD version. But I have it on my Wii. Oh. No, this is close enough to that, I think. Yeah. Okay. They had more, but... So, yeah, I've been playing playing games from that this week. Mostly Super Meat Boy. Um, the other game I've been playing was, um, against my better judgment, I did decide to put suddenly put a, a last-minute pre-order down for the Old Republic, and I got the uh, entry key for the um, early access yesterday. Ooh, um, we are on hyperspace battle, Quinn. Sorry? Our, our guild, the one you joined I us on WoW? I don't because I pre-ordered via Origin, it means I'm currently locked to the European servers. Oh, all right. Which is kind of annoying, as you can imagine. There's been a lot of discussion over the last week about region locking and whether older public should have had it. So, well, people still talk about that, and wow. So. Yeah. My guess is the answer is always no, right? Well, yeah, I don't know why they do it, but they but, do it's, it. but what's amu- what, what's what well what's amusing in quotes about it is um, the um um. I think it, the region locking is only on the uh, Origin pre-orders. If you buy a box cop- pre-order, buy a box copy of it, 
I don't think it locks you out. Oh, weird. And now, the only reason I pre-ordered it online was because I did go into a shop and they'd run out of pre-order codes and couldn't pre-order a copy for me. Right. So, yeah. I haven't actually got that far with it. I'm only level 12. Um, I do have, a com- do have a companion. I do have my advanced class. I don't have my spacecraft yet. That's uh, farther than me. I've been playing it too. I'm only like level 3. Which character class inside? Um, Imperial Agent on the Sith Yeah, I'm side. playing Imperial Agent as well, which oh, means really? we're playing the same storyline. Mm-hmm. I like the way it started. I, I'm hoping it stays good. Yeah, it's so interesting that you guys both jumped in because you guys were the most down on uh My WoW Guild is moving over to Old Republic, and I jumped in to co-play with them some. So, and I, so and I, I don't know what you think. And I... Um, I kind of um, found that I could afford it, and if I'm going to, I'm go- I gave, I'm giving the Old Republic what I give every other MMO that comes out that I'm inter- you know, at least ever so slightly interested in playing, which is Benefit I give it, it a month. Okay, well, I give okay. it, I give it, it's, I give it a, you know, it's free month, and if if it doesn't, Im- if it's not doesn't impress me, then I'll unsubscribe and not go back to it until it improves. So, what are I your mean, initial I- impressions then? Um, the, the, it's. It's weird because I'm kind of playing what feels like a, a, a strange hybrid between um, World of Warcraft for the mechanics, um, Tabula Rasa for a couple of the other mechanics, and I feel like I'm one of the only people that ever played that. No, um, but you okay. might be the only person who remembers it. Yeah, no, I and, do remember it. That was the problem: was it had really good ideas and executed them poorly. Yeah, and the other bits are just basically taken from Mass Effect. Which are I mean, the, the dialogue, I mean, the, all of oh. the dialogue. Is Except that nothing you say matters. Other than that, yeah. Aside, oh, okay. aside from, I don't even know what alignment. Um, does. It affects the gear you get. So, as I believe, as usual in a Bioware game, you want to be all light or all dark. <laughs> What's amusing is playing on the Imperial side and then going all light. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's what I'm doing, just for the dichotomy. <laughs> You're basically playing on a. You're basically playing for the for the side for, and the imperial agent storyline is kind of you know manipulating people, murdering dissidents, <laughs> poisoning people. But then again, you actually kind of generally go around it with a kind of good new, you know sort of good humoured air about yourself. <laughs> yeah, bribe here, smile there, and everyone kind of gets out okay. Aside from you know the slaves, they all die. Yeah, there's like. You know, so it's one choice later. For you've got a the your, your your spy master sends you to put down a slave rebellion, and the 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 the, the dark side choice is basically kill uh, kill them all agonizingly slowly, and the light side choice is kill them all instantly. <laughs> awesome. There's no there's no negotiation. It's either kill them all or kill them all, but slightly quicker. Hmm. So you're generally basically if you you're still playing a light side, you're playing a light sided character. But you are still kind of like an evil, murdering douchebag. With a sunny disposition. With a sunny disposition. Yeah, I think I always thought that Star Wars in general, and, and not the movies, but just the way the Force is supposed to work, it's like, well, you still have to kill people, but you feel bad about it afterwards. That's when you're on the <laughs> good side. And you're on uh, the evil side, you're like, no, I had to kill them because they were in my way. I think I, think I probably have some more, some more impressions when I actually get hold of, like, I, when the world starts to open out a bit, I think. Um... Because I still haven't seen that much of it, 
Um, I mean, the, the, uh, having dialogue trees for quests in an MMO is definitely an interesting innovation, um, and it's something I can definitely get behind. Um, I think it's just kind of the, 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 the actual gameplay just feels a lot closer, even though I'm playing primarily a ranged character. Um, the gameplay just kind of feels like um, World of Warcraft. Although it's, it's World of Warcraft, but you always have a hunter pet that smack talks you. Okay. Because you you pick up a um, all of the character class all of the character classes pick up their own unique companion character, which kind of um, that they interact with in important storyline cutscenes. Um, and I, I think the general idea is they're meant to kind of um, complement what the the your character class does. So uh, the one if I'm playing a sniper, my companion character can actually tank and take hits. You know they have a they have a taunt move and whatnot and can shank things at close combat. Um, so you know they they sort of make a general point of keeping enemies off me, which is pretty much how Hunter plays in uh, World of Warcraft most of the time. So it's kind of like you 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 are your, you play your own character, but you always have a after a certain level you always have a pet with you. Except rather than World of Warcraft, where the pets were like you know cats. This time you've got a you've got a pet character that can actually talk smack to you. Because I always wanted a goblin to follow me around. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what I can feel like. It's like, well, if I could have had a pet goblin in a while, then I would just want to punch him a lot. So okay. <laughs> that would be a good thing. <laughs> kind of good a, having a cat. They should have had that, or, a long or in time my case, ago. a wyvern. Because they I should like have had that a long time ago. Just add a Torin's uh, companion that you could just punch around. That's a goblin or something. Seriously. Yeah. I like it. Punt. Punt. Punt the goblin. Punt the goblin. Punt the goblin. Or it could be cross-faction. You could have a gnome if you're a horde that you punt. Uh, well, yeah. that's, that would make more sense because if you're a cross-faction, you would kind of, you know, abuse it. Yep. I like it. Let's, All right. Let's go to WoW and sell it for a million dollars. Yes, that's what we should do. Well, they'll sell it for $25 on their pet store. But um, Well, yeah, as long as we get a 5% cut for the idea, I'm all cool with all it. All right, you're cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all I played this week. That's all you played this week. I think you covered everything, right, Quinn? Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. It's basically just uh, I had a lot of work I had to hand in on Thursday. So I was kind of playing the the humble bundle stuff like in between work sessions, and then switched over to the old Republic on Friday. Ah, okay. So wow. Manny, take us home. Uh, I wrapped up the last little bit of Fallout Three. I'm done, and it was a pleasant experience. Did Unlike you go around I... and kill everybody in the world? No, because someone in the chat room says that's how they know they're done with the Bethesda game. They turn the world into a lifeless wasteland. That person needs to go seek medical help. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Kill every you know, NPC. I heard some weird stories, like like people chopping off their companions' heads and putting them on a shelf in their house. Oh, just that's cause. Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. that Skyrim? Cute. Yeah, in Skyrim. That's psychotic. Yeah. We, we figured that that can't actually happen because you can't move the bodies. They had to use the console. Or mods. understand how you can pick stuff up and move it around in Skyrim. I get the impression that you can, but I don't know how to. Maybe with well, I know the mouse. you can pick up stuff and put it down, oh. but you can't pick up a body. I can't pick up... Well, yeah, I can pick it up and drop it, essentially. The body? No, just pick I up and drop. can't move at all. Like, into inventory, out of inventory. Yeah, 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 and it just falls on the ground. So you just kind of have to aim where you're dropping it, I guess. I don't know. I can't aim. Like, it's just, like, out of the inventory. It falls on the ground. Yeah, there's no way to aim it, though. 
What if you're standing next to a wall with a shelf on it? Yeah, I don't know. Master Chief says you can hold the A button to grab it, and you can pick up the bodies. Yeah, no, I just got that from the the voice behind me. So oh, more um, more uh, not communicated to the end user <laughs> UI controls. So what is the PC version of the A button? Um, you're supposed to be using an Xbox controller, because you're crazy if you're not. Oh, screw that. I'm using the keyboard. Oh, you screw that. I can't aim with that thing. You don't need to aim. What are you what talking are you about? Using, you're walking you around swinging a sword. It, it doesn't, you don't need to aim. Arrows. <laughs> I know, but you don't need to. Yeah, you do. That's how you get your double attack. Let's say what? You get double attack if you do a sneak attack from far range. Yes. And that gives you a decent advantage because he's already like, oh, you I'm can't wounded. Do that with the right stick? No, not it's, near as accurate. Not near yes, as fast. Plenty, in the, but it doesn't need to be that fast. It's not a. It's it does not need modern to be warfare. fast because I'm getting to a spot and then I'm sneaking and then I shoot him and then I go and okay, switch weapons. Yeah. Let's go. How do you That's switch so weapons? So true, man. Yeah, because point lookout actually was really great way to end that game because you know I played Mothership Zeta earlier. Oh wait, it's not my turn to talk. I'm no, sorry. it's your Did turn to talk. You should finish. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> was Point Lookout a good way to end the game? I think so. That quest was weird enough, and it's basically like a, it's sort of like a mini miniature version of uh, Shivering Isles, a completely new area, new things to explore, a new atmosphere. And it was a really nice way to finish that off. And like, I finished the final quest where I had to, there was an evil book like the Necronomicon. Then I had to go to the Dunwich building. Remember the Dunwich building that had that? That had that like a uh, that evil layer in the basement. Uh, I didn't play it enough. I don't know. Oh well, anyway. So that was fine. I wrapped up with that quest. I destroyed the evil book. I explored that book. I think it was probably a better ending than if I did Mothership Zeta last, which was the last bit of DLC. Mothership Zeta kind of dragged in the middle, and it was very satisfying. It's like, yeah, I did all that great stuff. I warped back to the ground, but whatever. I had fun. I ended it great. It was a pleasant experience on the PS3. It was a nightmare. I, I'm never buying another Bethesda game on the PlayStation 3 as long as I live. And uh, that's it. Oh, and I'm to satisfy. Well, to, to, so it won't look like we're total snobs. I have been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare on the Xbox 360. Oh, wow. Do you feel yeah. bro? I, I don't know why you call it a bro. Oh. No? Anyway. There's some great set pieces in that game. That entire mission where you have to go... Minor spoilers if you haven't played this game. The entire mission we have to go... uh, Go around sniping. You have to go set up to go snipe... What's his name? Evil Russian guy. Oh, I don't know. Wesley Wesley Snipes. I don't know. That was exciting. It was interesting. I was thinking of Shut Up Wesley, but... Okay. (laughs) That is a fun game. Yeah, so... uh, yeah, it was actually it's fun. It's a fun game. I mean, it's why not? It was I got it for ten dollars. It's sort of like that kind of roller coaster experience. I, I played through it. I had some fun. It was interesting to see a different take on it because a lot of the first person shooters I play are maybe a little bit more open in uh, in the combat scenarios. Sort of like a like sort of like a what's it called? Fallout Three? Not Fallout Three. Halo, the Halo series. It's more like a sandbox kind of a sandbox sort of puzzle rooms. Not so, really puzzle rooms. So does your four-hour campaign feel like it's worth sixty dollars? Four hours. It's not a four-hour campaign. I've been playing for like five hours and I'm still going. Oh, you're probably almost done. Yeah, have you up to eight? <laughs> you guys say that, but how much longer is Uncharted? Uncharted I don't know. I haven't long- played Uncharted. You don't buy Uncharted for that reason. Wait, you don't buy Uncharted for what reason? That it's short and expensive. You wait until it's cheap. 
I don't know. Say that to the say that to the PS3 fanboys. No, but I I think with Uncharted no, that works. Fanboy, no, no, with Uncharted that works because there's no multiplayer that you actually care about, except Uncharted Three possibly, depending where you fall on the quality of its multiplayer. So if there's no multiplayer that you need to get in on it quickly, waiting for the price drop kind of works pretty well, especially for a short yeah. game. Yeah. For Modern Warfare Three, I'm I'm assuming you bought it to play multiplayer, right, Manny? No, I bought, I'm playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern Warfare 3, right? No, oh, Modern Call Warfare of Duty 1? Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 1? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> How much did you pay for that? $10. All right. $10. Now I'm now I'm understanding. That's totally See, now it. that's what I'm saying. When they go cheap, that's great. That's what you do. Yeah, but it's you're not going to find anyone to play with. I don't think I would replay it at all. Maybe just once to do co-op, but it's fun. For, I'm having fun with it. Mm, right. <laughs> I know Chris is like, so how's modern? What do you think of the Modern Warfare? 3? No, dude, I'm playing one from 2007. He's catching up. No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm probably not going to play the rest. I'm, I also got. Uh, <laughs> like, no, that's War okay. That's enough for eight dollars. <laughs> During a Black Friday sale, I got World at War for eight dollars. So I'm probably going to do that one next. My last like big World War II shooter. I used to like Medal of Honor games. I I, I had Medal of Honor on PlayStation One, and I thought that was fun. So. And I never played any game that takes place in the Japanese theater, so that should be interesting. Um, I was actually going to say, I've, uh, the thing I forgot to add to my uh, played thing is, um, I do actually now have a copy of Skyrim. I mean... Yay! <laughs> I didn't... Uh, <laughs> the, the amusing thing is I didn't... Actually, no, I, I, somebody else bought it for me. Okay. You know, because that's kind of cool. <laughs> but hey, so now maybe I'll give my impressions on it next week. Cool. So yeah, I'm probably going to finish Modern Warfare today, and then I'm probably going to play. Uh, I don't know. You know, I picked up Rage on uh, an Amazon on Amazon for twenty less than twenty dollars. That game must have sold terribly if it's already less than twenty dollars. I assume so. It, Man, I think the impression I kind of got was it's not great. No, it's it's a decent game. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's just it's just not what you. It's not you know the revelation the the, the revolutionary title you expect from it. We still need I didn't to play Fortnite. Expect a revolutionary Street. title from id. I think some people did though. That's the thing. It's just well, that, an okay. That the problem. It's an okay it's game. Like, I I looked at it both times that we were you know behind the scenes with Bethesda kind of thing, and they were like, and this is so hype and this is so awesome. And I watched it for a bit and I'm like, this looks dumb. Aren't you supposed to? If you want a game like that, shouldn't you go play Bulletstorm instead? Like what? Because mean, they're like completely what? different. I mean, like in they're what both sense? shooter games that are modern. No. I mean, who cares? Just find who, one that's fun. What? That is so. That is such a shallow like view to take it. It's like saying, but oh, I have a shallow appreciation for shooters. I think it's an appropriate attitude for me to have. I didn't, oh, I, I didn't think oh, Rage was a shooter. So I like this. So when people treat us like we're second class citizens because we like Max or whatever, and we can get upset about that, but when we treat these first person shooter fans like that, that's okay. Come on, it's always a bad attitude. No, 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 no. How how is he treating it like that when he doesn't care? It's not. He's not saying that they're wasting their time. He's saying he doesn't care about the genre. That's I not. I just want to go with. Statement. If I'm going to buy a shooty game, I want to go with the one that I've heard the most people have the most fun with, and that seems to have been and Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, what is it? Disaster. It was a. It, it was. It was critically, it, like in the middle, middling. Maybe eighty at the most, and, wait, and wait, that's middling. Eighty is middling. Eighty <laughs> oh, is pretty crap. <laughs> I'm done. Well, I I'm just shocked that that's considered middling. 
for shooters? I, I guess. It must have been a pretty good year for shooters if 80s, like, considered bad. What did Halo get? I, I play games in the 70s all the time. I don't know. That's interesting, because when we talked about RPGs to play, anything that was in the 70s you said don't bother with. Well, if you have a lot of time. Which you don't. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm playing Skyrim, I guess. Mm. Mm. What'd that get? Uh, that, 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 that did better than 70s. That did better than 70s. I'll just bit. check. A little bit. Uh-huh. Than, little probably, bit it might have did better than 80s, but I would think it'd be okay. Um, yeah. It, All right, so Bulletstorm was middling. Um, I, I thought Rage was also middling, so I find that to be a weird response. Um, I didn't care for it at all. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 and Battlefield 3 was the debate, and it seemed like Modern Warfare 3 won. Well, well, if I was going to say, Battlefield 3 was was another game I actually got free. Um, My my housemate got it free with his laptop and just gave it to me because he didn't want anything to do with it. Um, (laughs) My only real impression, I mean, the last time I played a Battlefield game was Battlefield 2142. Um, But what what really slapped me around the face about Battlefield 3 was they replaced the server browser with a one in a web browser. Just what? <laughs> what? Awesome. It, 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 you know, you replace the entire internal interface of your game with a fucking web browser. It just, oh, God, how do you fail that hard? All right, well, I'm not going to justify my comments about Bulletstorm because I want to wish Manny all the luck with Rage. I think he will, I hope he will enjoy it. <laughs> he likes his dune buggies. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that, that I think demo was awful. What was awful? Are we really? Yeah, the demo of rage. Oh, the demo the rage. Buggy. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, stick guy was so bad. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's get out of this. Before this has been go, two hours of something. We should say Merry Christmas to everybody. Nah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Um, Happy holidays for the other ones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, let's cover our bases, right? Oh, sorry, I was reacting to something else I was reading. But I think you're right. We should wrap up the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Um, we're very pleased to have you with us as we go into the holiday season. Um, we might have another show. Maybe not Not. Maybe not. Maybe by the end of the year. I'm not really sure how that's going to work out. If not, we will see you next year. And we'll have lots of fun seeing you then. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, leave us feedback. Uh, there's going to be plenty of time and plenty of things for you to write us about, like what Christmas presents did you get or other holiday presents did you get and uh, what were you most biggest disappointments or surprising discoveries because you got it as a Christmas present. You're like, well, I may as well try it. And it turned out it was actually pretty good. Maybe someone of you uh, will get Neptunia. <laughs> someone, will, someone will give you a copy of Neptunia and you'll find out, hey, hey, this game isn't as bad as they say and the, the story is awesome. One? I don't know, but we'll see. Because we know the story is awesome, right? I don't know. Let us know. Podcast at rpgamer.com. 608-729-4098 to leave a voicemail. And I think that's it. With that, we're going to... Oh, message boards. Board.rpgamer.com. With that, we're going to sign off, and we'll see you next week. Um, But until... Oh, not next week. I always say that. It's a habit. We'll see you maybe in a week or two, and maybe next year. I don't know. But until then, goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.
Hello, my name is the legendary Zoltan. Zoltan! Here to give you the mythology lesson of a lifetime. Is it the myth of the female orgasm? Now, last time I told you about Ifrits, which are always fire elementals in Final Fantasy games. And a bunch of big fat meanie heads in real life. Today, we'll learn about Final Fantasy's resident ice esper. Oh, you mean Shiva, right? Oh my god. Do not pronounce it like that. It's pronounced Shiva. Shiva! So it's a dog? No, you're thinking of a Shiva. Oh, Shiva is the Hindi god of destruction. Now you probably remember from Final Fantasy VIII that Shiva was a sexy ice queen. Yeah, I seem to recall her acting all cold like a... like a total... Shiba. Well, get that image out of your head right now! Actually, I was just kidding. I don't remember her or any of my childhood friends either, for that matter. That is an egregious inaccuracy because Shiva has a cockatrice pinion. Can't you just say he's a dude? Yeah, he's a dude. And he was born from a freaking tree! What'd you say? The story goes like this. A long time ago, there were these two Indian guys who were roommates. Brahma the Creator and Vishnu, the Preserver. One day, they were fighting. Hey, Vish, check out all this cool stuff I made. I made trees and humans and yo mama. <laughs> Don't talk about my mother, brah, or I'll be forced to mention that you were named after women's undergarments. <laughs> so what? You expect me to take care of all this crap? And the boom! A giant tree burst in from the floor and up through the roof of their apartment. Brahma, what the hell? Don't look at me. I didn't make this tree. But now you gotta take care of it. <laughs> the hell I do? Whoa, the tree is smoking. It's not smoking. It's on fire, you nincompoop. I wonder how high this thing goes. Why don't you turn into a goose and fly up there and find out? Do you know how ridiculous you sound? Hey, while I'm at it, why don't you turn into a pig and dig through each floor of this apartment and check out the roots, huh? And that's exactly what they did. And when they came back to their apartment, they saw a dude with four arms and three eyes. Ah, what do you want? Get out of here before I call the police! My name is Shiva, and I'm here about this roommate wanted flyer. What are you? Brahma! Hey man, the rent here is killing me! Throw a god a bone, man. We only have two rooms. I'll sleep on the couch. No, you can't stay here. Oh, come on, Vish. I'm sure he could be a valuable asset to our household. <laughs> What's so funny? I said asset. <laughs> so, uh, tell us, Shiva, what can you do? And boom! Shiva looked at the giant flaming tree in their house with his third eye, and it was annihilated into pure energy. That's it? You just break stuff? That's not cool, man. Wait, wait, wait. I think we need to give Mr. Shiva a chance here. You see that sculpture on the shelf over there? Fish, I made that for you. Can you do that eyeball thingy again? Of course. That is not cool, brah. So tell us about yourself, Shiva. Do you have a job? You will have to pay one-third of the rent, you know. I tame the river Ganges for humankind to use by letting it flow through my really, really long hair. It's a pretty thankless job, actually. No dental either. Yeah, I'm sure it sucks. And how much did you say that pays again? I didn't say. Right, and what are your hobbies? Uh, you know, the same hobbies as everyone else. 
haunting cemeteries, dressing up with snakes and skull necklaces, hanging out with my bloodthirsty demon posse, breaking stuff, and dancing. All right, I've never met a dancer before. You've never met anyone who haunts cemeteries before either. <laughs> hey, Brahma, you should be happy. Your rent just got much cheaper. And so they stay together forever and are referred to as the Trinity of Hinduism. So, why is Shiva a girl in Final Fantasy games? How the hell should I know? Well, why is she always an ice creature? Well, I read that Shiva once drank the poison of some serpent to save a bunch of other gods, and the result was that his neck turned blue. Oh, I see where this is going. And then Squaresoft employee A said, Oh, blue neck car. And Squaresoft employee B said, <laughs> Which means, hey, instead of gold balls, let's give Shiva blue balls. <laughs> and it all evolved from there. Exactly. And that, my friends, is the god of Hindi destruction, Shiva. Now go break something, get arrested, and tell the court that the reason you did it is because you're Shiva, the god of destruction, and see how quickly they decide to lock up your... RPG playing ass!